What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK, live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Friday, February 16th, 2024, and the Buck and I are with you for the next two hours on today's show. It is opening day for Texas baseball. We will preview the 2024 Longhorn season. Of course, Texas opened things up tonight against San Diego. You know what that translates to, Buck? A win. Yeah. And really, it's a, a whale's vagina, but that works too. <laughs> also, the NCAA football video game is making a comeback. Nice. Yeah, we got a little teaser announcement yesterday. Where's our money? Are they getting any money back from that? The kids getting any money? They're looking Hopefully. for back pay? The kids are losing money. And oh, okay. Yeah, no, the student-athletes will actually get paid from the video game for the first time ever, which is pretty cool. We've Lots got of money to, made from that video, BK. Was there tons made? Yeah, and that game was huge. And they haven't released an NCAA football video game since 2014, so it'll be a decade that has passed since the last time we got to play a college football game. So... Uh, yeah, a lot of people very, very excited about that news. And we'll see what Wags has to say. Of course, Wags works for EA Sports and EA in general. So uh, we'll get his thoughts during Chaos Theory from 10 to 11 today. We've got Texas basketball to talk about. The Longhorns back in action tomorrow, taking on Houston on the road. That'll be a tough one. We will preview that game. We've got more from Steve Sarkeesian and some of what uh, Chris Del Conte and Sark had to say earlier this week, and another airplane video. Of course, I mean this. This one is nasty, Buck. Like the nastier, the better. Dude, Rodney sent me this one last night at like eleven o'clock, and I almost threw up watching. <laughs> this one. I mean, it's like it's disgusting. Our latest airplane story that we have to give. To the people so we've got a lot to get into it is a friday happy friday to you and yours and of course happy friday to you my friend and uh how about uh, caitlin clark last night how about that lady wow can she she can shoot now my goodness i'm looking for her to have a good game not a monster game man oh man mm. oh, you're now, that, makes me, that, that makes me watch basketball when she goes to the WNBA, i'm watching I mean, women's college basketball is better than the WNBA, so I think you're yes, missing out by waiting right. until she goes pro. But she's she's the Steph Curry of women's basketball, dude. It's incredible. And the shot that she made to break the record was, like, from the logo. She just pulled up from 30 feet and buried wow. a three, and that was the one that uh, yeah, gave her the all-time women's college basketball scoring record. So, yeah, she is a freaking beast, man. She scored 49 points last night. She only needed eight to break man. the record, and instead she sets a career high. She also sets an Iowa school record by damn near going for 50 last night. I yeah, would she, pin that ball up on the board on her. Then she'd take me for 49. I'm not going down like that, man. There's no way. Yep. No, this is a, a new record for you. It took you a full four minutes to make a misogynistic comment today. So, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you're getting better. Like Sorry. Sorry you, about you're that. You're not pinning. You couldn't pin her against, whoa, you couldn't pin the basketball. The little tight against a nerf hoop. Yeah, you got those <laughs> shot, dude. She would cross you over. She would have your ass leaving in an ambulance. What? 
Yeah. Think she could cross me over? Come on now. Come on. You seen her play? I have. Have you seen yourself walk? I have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, case in point, right there. No, I go to another level, though, when the competition comes out. What do you mean you go to another level? I go, I go to another level of competing. I become a competitor, not When's just an innocent bystander. When's the last time you've picked up a basketball? Let me see. Okay. I can't remember. I don't know in one if a ball rolled over with the grandkids, rolled over to me by accident, and I picked it up. Because I sure didn't do anything with it when I picked it up, except for roll it back probably. I've done more rolling with a soccer ball than I have with a basketball. So you can't remember the last time you picked up a I basketball. I mean, that, that is unbelievable. No, I can't remember the last time I actually picked up a basketball. Well, I'm going to you know, figure this out. Before this show is over, with two hours, I'm going to figure out when the last time I actually picked up a basketball. You better hope your kids or grandkids or siblings are listening today to help you out because you're was not going to remember academy? this on your own. Was it an academy that I picked no, no, I didn't pick up one there. I picked up a baseball. We did the show at Academy in up in Hutto. No, I never I never fondled a basketball there. I don't I can't remember the last time I touched a basketball, as a matter of fact. But yeah, good that's, not, that's no, weird. Hold on, hold on. You know? That's not the absurd part of what you said. The absurd part is you saying that you could beat Caitlin Clark or you could oh, that's the, oh. one of her shots. Yeah, we should go up for a layup. I'd go up and pin that baby on the backboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a dream. What a dream that is. That is that's fantastic. Oh, the WNBA. That is basketball. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for what you do. It is appreciated. And do be safe out there. I think last year when I was Get, when I got the the red wagons for the mullet open and I was putting the toys in so that if somebody wanted, they could bring the red wagon for the kids. I put football, basketball in there. I think that was the last time I touched last year. During okay. this time, I picked up a basketball from Academy and put it in a wagon. So this is, I've got to do a little Photoshop action. I got to put your face over LeBron's face and then Caitlin Clark is Andre Iguodala here. <laughs> <laughs> we got Cavs and Warriors chase down pin block against the backboard. Against oh, yeah. The all-time um, scorer in NCAA yeah, women's basketball history. She's that not getting amazing. away with that. Yeah, what a good one. So you have so progressive. You're so progressive. It really is incredible. Like, this, this was a historic moment in women's sports. And here you are like, nah, she ain't shit. I could beat her as a 68-year-old <laughs> man who hasn't picked up a basketball in decades. She will be the deal once she gets the Pete Maravich record. I think that's only 90 points away. That'll yeah. be pretty soon. Yeah, she's going to get there. So she set the women's record last night, but she's pretty close to setting the all-time Division One college basketball scoring record. Um, she a is, yeah, player. She, I think 98 points away wow. from tying Pistol Pete's record. Of course, Iowa still has four games left in its regular season. Iowa's going to make the tournament, so she'll have – Plenty of games, plus the oh, conference tournament oh, yeah. is in there, too. Yeah, she will get it. Uh, but looking at Pete Maravich's stats, I mean, look, this is no slide at Caitlin Clark. What she's doing is ridiculously impressive. But Pete Maravich did what he did in three seasons. He played 83 games. Caitlin Clark has already played 126 games. So it just goes to show you how dominant 
Pistol Pete was at LSU in his three seasons there. I mean, yeah, we were talking before the show about you know when Rick Mount, Pistol Pete Maravich, and what's our other guy, Calvin Murphy. Yep, played. It used to be you would run to the box scores the next day. When I, when I was in high school at the time, you'd run to the you'd be running to the box scores to see what they what they scored that night. You know, would they be in the forties? Would they be in the fifties? Would they be in the sixties? Mm. On a given night, they those guys were incredible. Nobody, sh- they got all the shots. Rick Mount, um, Rick Mount had some nights where he was incredible. But Pistol Pete, there was no three point line then. Am I correct in that? There was no three pointers then. I think you're right. But they shot from the three point. They shot where there were three pointers though. Especially Pistol Pete, he took like two steps from half court, and then he would just rise up and shoot. And he was a great ball handler. So is your little twirler there, Calvin Murphy. My all his, little twirler? Look, he was a, that guy was a legendary twirler. I mean, I he was a national champ. He he was a national champion in twirling. What kind of twirling? The, the baton, a twirler. He was a twirler. Calvin Murphy? You didn't know that? No. no. He, was, he was a national champ. I mean, he competed. Huh. He was in competition for twirling. He was... He was one of the best twirlers ever. The Rockets that, legend? Yes, Rocket legend. That's right. A twirler. What? Yes, not a spinner, but a twirler. Hmm. Is he gay? <laughs> he was he was awesome, man. Now I know he's not gay. He's got 14 kids, I think, with like multiple women. That guy got around back in the day. Now he still wears those flashy suits as part of the Rockets pre and post game. Part of his twirling outfit still. This, this is, uh, by the way, you're Allen Iverson and Caitlin Clark is Tyron <laughs> Lou here. <laughs> you're going to block her and then you're going to step over her just like AI nice. did at Lou back in the day. Put some uh, hair on her. Put some hair on that dude. That's me. Uh, AI, good job. That is fantastic. So congrats to Caitlin Clark. Cool moment last night awesome. in a women's college basketball. All right, Buck. Opening day for Texas baseball is yes, today. Longhorns will open up the 2024 season at the dish tonight. Only the second time since 2015, Texas is opening up a baseball season here in Austin. It's a three-game series against the University of San Diego. The Toreros coming to town, and it's an exciting year. Of course, Texas is last season in the Big 12. The Longhorns yep. picked to finish second in the conference behind only TCU. Now, last year, Texas was picked to finish fourth in the league, and they ended up winning a share of the Big 12's regular season title. So uh, preseason polls don't always mean everything. Uh, But, yeah, exciting stuff for this Longhorn team, and this team is led by their ace, LeBaron Johnson Jr., who takes the mound tonight, the Big 12 preseason pitcher of the year. Buck, just some uh, overall thoughts as we get into the college baseball season. Well, he's worked his way, and this coaching staff has worked his way for LeBaron Johnson. I mean, I mean, they've really worked hard on him. He's worked hard on his skills and not just being a, you know, a a power pitcher. I mean, he's got a nice slider. He worked last year. You know, you saw that at the end of the season. But I thought he, he kind of came into his own. I, I'm very interested in seeing where he stands at this present time. I mean, is he a, is I thought maybe he was going to go last year, leave, you know. I, and go play in the major leagues or wherever he was going to head to. BK, is he going to be that kind of guy this year? Will he be yeah. able to su- sustain? You know, uh, obviously, I don't expect nobody expects him to take a step back, 
or will he get better than he was? Will he be more of a polished pitcher this year? You know, and of course, Tanner Witt, I mean, that's, that's important to see if he's got his velocity back. I, I know he's got the want to, but does he have that velocity back that I thought was missing a little bit last year and which was to be expected last year also, you know, getting comfortable with his arm again. And uh, we'll see, we'll see pretty early in this season, how he, how he holds out. But his pitching staff is always important at the university of Texas, but boy, they lose some key guys. They lose some leadership guys. They lose speed guys. They lose power guys. When it comes to bats, they lose a lot and fielding. Yep. They lost five players to the draft, but uh, some of those five were some of the most important players to the success of last year's team. That was, uh, you know, some bad lights away from another trip to the college world series. Yeah. Dylan Campbell was the big 12 player of the year. He's off in the bigs now. Uh, Eric Kennedy, who led this team in home runs last year, he's off in the bigs now. Now, those are two guys that are going to be tough to replace. But Texas does have 22 guys back from last season's team. Yeah, so, they a lot of young yes, guys play a lot of ball. 100%. You're right. I mean, they do lose some uh, important pieces and guys that uh, will not be easy to replace. There are some big shoes to fill, without a doubt. But uh, they've got some guys who do have some experience under their belt. And it starts with the pitching staff, right? Like if LeBaron Johnson is the same guy he was last year, or like you said, he takes a step this year, then he's got the chance to be one of the best pitchers in college baseball. And if Tanner Witt can look like he did before the Tommy John surgery, then boom, that could be one of the best one-two punches in a starting rotation in the country. So yeah, those two guys are right. And like you said, if Tanner Witt uh, is fully back because he came back late last season from the Tommy John. He just never looked comfortable. The stuff wasn't where it needed to be. If he's fully back now and you've got LeBaron Johnson doing what he did in 2023, then, uh, yeah, this is going to be a tough team to score some runs against for sure. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, now with Coach Pierce coaching the pitchers, which he's done before in his career, I mean, that that it's it's tough to be a position coach, the head coach, and still do all the duties that you have to do. But I think he's – it sounds like he's way, way comfortable doing that. He's got he's got a staff that can handle some of the other things that involve being a being a head, you know, the head manager there too. Plus yeah. being a real full time. Now he's a full time position coach too. He's got to take care of the pitching part of it. He's got to take care of, you know, calling strikes and balls and all that stuff, which he did last year. I mean, he he was, you know, dictating what what the pitches were. Now he's dictating who the pitchers are. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out. But the good thing about that, it's not like it's his first time doing it. Right. I mean, that's Absolutely. how he made his bones. That's how that's how, that's what he did. So it'll be yeah, interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see how that works too, right? David Pierce, still the manager, of course. He's taking over as the full-time pitching coach for this team as well. And look, Texas had a top 10 ERA in the country as a team last year. So pitching wasn't a big issue for the Longhorns. But still, David Pierce with reshuffling the staff, he brought Troy Tulowitzki back in to be a part of things, which is massive because you talk to any Texas player who was on campus when Tulo was here the first time around, they'll tell you just how much of an impact he made on them. And that guy was a perennial all-star at the big league level. Who better to learn from than a guy like Tulo? So having him back in the fold is huge. But yeah, David Pierce, I thought the pitching was fine, but still he wanted to make some moves and this is what he feels comfortable with. And it's a big year for David Pierce. I mean, I think every year is a big year for david pierce or anybody who's coaching texas baseball because of the ridiculously lofty expectations surrounding this program and they should be lofty like it's not weird or bad to expect as much as texas baseball fans expect i mean this is we're the yankees dude like this is the most successful college baseball program ever so to expect that to continue is not out of bounds at all 
Uh, David Pierce, this is a big season for him. And look, the SEC is better in baseball. We're obviously talking yeah. about this a lot with football, with how Texas is going to do making the leap from the Big 12 to the SEC. Dude, the, the best conference of college baseball, guess what? It's the SEC. Right. So if you could do what the football team did and win this league, kind of going away on your way out the door, That'd I think that would have everybody feeling better about, yeah, this transition into the Southeastern Conference. So no doubt. every year every year's big for uh, for Texas baseball, but this one feels a little bit bigger. And hopefully, yeah, they can do what the football team did. And more importantly, hopefully this team can get back to Omaha for the third time in four seasons. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they got four preseason polls, Buck. Uh, everyone's got their own preseason poll for college baseball. I can't quite figure it out there are too many polls in college sports and every college sport but especially in baseball uh texas ranks number eight in the perfect game poll they rank number nine in the national college baseball writers association poll it's a mouthful they rank number 13 in the baseball america poll they rank number 13 in the usa today coaches poll oh, i'm sorry i said there were four there's actually five they rank number 16 in the D1 baseball poll. So good luck remembering all of that. Uh, wow. I'm going to say Texas ranks number one in the Texas Sports Unfiltered poll. Yes, I would say so. Yes. No looking, for a looking for a championship on the way out. Be nice. Sorry about that, your mark. Yes. Sorry about mm -hmm. that. We, we've got we've to beat your group down in Lubbock. So that's a part of it because you know everything goes through Lubbock. Everything runs and, through Lubbock. And Fort Worth. In Fort Worth? Yes. I guess TCU was picked to win the yes, yes. Big 12 in baseball this year. Uh, but, yeah, there you go. Looking forward to Texas baseball season starting. By the way, we will be out there at the dish tonight with the folks at Occupy Left Field. That's right. Kevin Dunn and myself will be doing a live pregame show starting at about 6.15. There you go. 7 o'clock tonight, so we'll do about 45 minutes setting the stage for Texas and San Diego and just setting the table for the 2024 Longhorn baseball season. We'll be giving away some TSU koozies. Uh, you know the booze will be flowing out in left Absolutely. field. It's always a party with those dudes out there. So if you're looking for something to do tonight, really all weekend long, of course, there are three games at the dish this weekend. But if you want to be a part of the party tonight, come join us out in left field you can uh, watch the game there, or you could stop by on your way inside the dish. The 50th year of baseball at UFCU Dish Falk Field should be uh, another fun season of Texas baseball. And it looks like, Buck, I got to ask you, because you are yeah. the weather guesser on this station. It looks like the uh, rain is not going to be an issue tonight. Can we confirm? No. Yeah, yes, it's confirmed. There will be no, there'll be no rain but tomorrow when you get out there, BK, if you go to the game, it's going to be windy. But that place is always windy, isn't it? I mean, I mean, isn't it windy? It's one or the other. It's too hot, it's too cold, or too much wind. Do they have perfect days out there, or do they just have days where one or the other is going to happen? It's just the way it is at Dishball. That's the way it is in Austin, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, really. You will have some wind, and it's that time of the year, windy time. Tomorrow will be windy, but no rain. No rain this weekend. It's all good. It is uh, kind of annoying. I always hate it when, like, the weather's perfect during the week because this week the weather has been incredible here. Yes, it has. And then you get to the weekend and then the weather's shit. Like, that's that's the way. Can we get that flipped around, please? Like, I'll take, I don't, I'll take I don't do I don't do long range. 
casting. I barely do wind, but I'm giving you a little wind factor in here for tomorrow. That's all. Yeah, because well, I, I know it's a baseball at, game at that particular spot. It, there will be some wind out there. I can look at my weather app too, Buck. No, you don't need a weather app. You have me. The people have me. They've had me for years and years and years. And I've been right on the mark except for once. And I've been, and I shouldn't be criticized twice for in, in 20 some years. Why, sh why should you come after me? I've made Zero. you plenty of money during the football season. I've given you proper weather forecasts except for twice. And that was because I've been, I've been doing some things inside. I've been in some clinics, not rehabs, but I've been in some clinics where I've had to have some, some work done and I haven't got the feel for outdoors. I haven't even done my outdoorsy stuff yet. Starts this weekend too, mm. where I will be burning some rubbish and maybe my next door's goats because the goats smell like shit. The, who's goats? My next door neighbors. Oh, they've got goats. They've got sheep too, don't they? No, just the goat, the baby, little baby. What do they call kids? They've got them. They're close to my fence. And I lived in Champaign, Illinois. And dude, I know what sheep and goat shit smell like. And it's not, it's not pleasant. It, and it's not bad now. But when the summertime comes, when we hit those 100 degree temperatures, mm. goat shit's the worst. Sheep shit is absolutely the worst. To all you sheep herders out there, sorry about that. But we got a shit power rankings today. <laughs> yeah. That's what Cal the show is devolved into. Cow manure is nothing. Mm. Cow manure ranks at the top of the list of the best smelling shit. You, know? you go up there and smell it? Dude, I'm a, I'm a man of the outdoors, of course. You know? You like, go put your face in cow shit? No, I've been a, I've been a hunter before, so I've gone out and having deer pellets and, and seeing which ones are fresh, and you pick them up with your bare hands. You, wouldn't, you don't do that to find no, out it's fresh? No, turd, you? you don't pick up a turd. You don't pick up a uh, a deer turd to find out if it's fresh or if it's been there for days. Why would I do that? Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You're not, a, you're not an outdoorsman. I mean, you're not. You don't pick up your 22 and go out there. You just go to the meat market and pick up the, the meat. That's what you do. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're, you're right. I'm not a big hunter, but I'm also not big at sticking my hand in shit. <laughs> I don't know if that qualifies you as an outdoorsman. If you're just it going does. around putting your hand and your face in all of this manure all over the place. Yeah, scat. It's a little, it's a little fresh scat. I know what fresh scat is, you know? And I touch it with my hands. I put my hand in Mother Earth. What's a little scat? It's a little deer poop. I'm going to throw up, dude. This is disgusting. Even this is before you even get to the plane deal. Oh, yeah. What about that rooster? Does your neighbor still have that rooster that's a uh, oh. cockle-doodle doing at like 2 in the morning? Well, dude, between my, my wife's, whatever it is, loose leg deal where you kick out and, at, you know, where your leg gets loose and you, you know, you, it doesn't stay in one place, but it jerks around. She went into her bit at like 1 o'clock this morning. That rooster went into his at 2.15 this morning. 2.15. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? 
How do the people, I don't, I live next door to it. What about the people that it's right in front of their house? How do they sleep? I don't know. And it's I know there's neighbor, neighbors on the other side. They've got to be going, what is this green acres here? You got to get rid of that thing somehow. Can't do it. I can't. No, no. It's I'm the one they'll look for. Hey, I'll be the one in the neighborhood they look for first. Oh, because you're the black guy? <laughs> they're, they're coming here first. Oh, my God. No, no, no. That and thing is hey. so... Roosters are so loud. I mean, that one right there needs to be at a cockfight somewhere. Taking out its, you know... I mean, it, it's very... It's a very aggressive sounding, dude. You know, the earliest has been... I thought 150 was the earliest. So that, that thing started going. But my mm -hmm. wife started her deal at 1... He started at two, a little after two, and it goes on, BK, and it's a constant. You know, I'm used to the sound of my dogs barking. I hear, like I said, I'm not a really that sound of a sleeper, so I hear a lot of things. But once that rooster starts, it is, it's like you're, you're timing it up in your mind. When is the next one coming? Yeah, I'm more Dude, intrigued why about it. All those sounds, what is that for? I thought they waited until the sun started coming no, up. That's what my original. I'm a city slicker deal was they came yeah. up just before sun up and then they stopped. No, no, no. The ones next door to me, it's an, it's an all day. on the weekends. It's all, all day. It's like, yeah. it's like, this is marking your territory, but my God, the guy has a whole chicken coop. Hey, you got all the chickens you want. They're all cooped up like 75 of them in one big coop. It's not like you've got to call them to come to you. Just go in that pen and have a blast. I mean, what the hell? You know, I don't kind know why of, you're marking your territory. Your territory is the whole yard over there. What kind of blast are you talking about? No, 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 no. I'm not doing mm -hmm. that. No. I also, won't do it. more intrigued about you talking about your wife's loose legs jerking you. Well, what, what's going on there? What Doesn't sound like that something, bad of a deal. Sleepy leg syndrome or something where the, your leg just kind of pops around. You know, when you get a cramp at night, you've ever had, you've had cramps where you stuck your, your, your you know, you, Tighten up your muscles in your legs for some odd mm -hmm. reason, and you got yeah. a cramp from that. Her deal is her leg jerks. And she used to always say, Do you ever notice I do that? I'm like, I've never noticed it. Well, it started last night. And dude, she kicked me like five times. I was like, Damn, come on. Cut it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Or She's she, asleep. She doesn't even know what's happening. No, she has no clue. She can't hear. So when I'm telling her, Stop it, she's, she doesn't hear a word. Just rolls over to the side, and the leg kicks again and gets me in the thigh. Thank goodness, big boy, with his two and a half pounds that he's gained after being off the sugar, look out. Where's that weight been gained, huh? Yeah, that's, I'm, yeah, I'm gaining yeah. weight. Yeah. Text text on the Coda text line. By the way, if you're listening on the app this morning, thank you very much. Hit us up on the Coda text line, 512-222-9328. 512 number says, tell Bucky to just grab that cock with both hands and choke it for all he's worth. <laughs> I can't get over there. The guy put a we got a we got a ten foot fence. I would like to, I would like to adjust it, have it come close where I could grab it by the neck through the fence, or where this young dog of mine can grab it by the neck. But they don't, they don't, they don't come over this way. I've got those two dogs, but if they make their way around the other side, the coyotes sit there at night, just sitting there, you know, laying there waiting for a little head to peek through, so they mm. could they could all yank it up. Yank that chicken, choke that chicken, or whatever they do to it, or that rooster. But the baby goats, they're cute, but boy, do they stink. Man, they stink. Uh, they happen to put those on towards my side of the fence over here, too, by my shed, by my workout shed. But once again, 
it is a group next door to me who's got five acres and trying to put a 25 acre farm on five acres, which is like, wow. Yeah, that's absurd. Wow there, Uncle Jed. It is like, come on now, Jeff Rowe. Uh, Farmer Tom over there. You know what? But when the big one comes, I'll be over there looking for you know the turkeys. They've got turkeys too. And you don't think those are loud? Wow. Well, is that free food for you on Thanksgiving? Uh, yes, they they always offer me one of those. Their turkeys don't get to be so big. They're like, like little chicken turkeys. Mm. But that's all right. They're, they've offered me stuff, and that's fine. we got tons of nice, fresh eggs. I give them Tito's. They give me eggs. That's a good that's a good payoff, isn't it? Yeah, for them. Oh, the bartering system. Just Shoot, maybe. I need some chickens if that's the deal you're offering. Dude, they, have, they must have 100 chickens over there. God bless it. All right. Keep the text coming. Keep the comments coming if you're watching us this morning. Plenty more sports to get into, we promise. But, uh, hey, we're having some fun on a Friday before a holiday. Yeah, that's right. No TSU programming on Monday. Yeah. President's Day. So uh, thanks. We'll doing a President's Day deal. Very nice. Well, we do, man. I'm a man of the people. We we did MLK Day, too, didn't we? We You are a man of the people. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, we did. That's the first time I had off in, I don't know, 20-some years. Because at the other place, they didn't give a shit about MLK. No, they didn't like black people. They just they just said, hey, get your black ass in there and get to work. <laughs> it's the, it's after, when was that? That was after a playoff game or something. They're like, what? What? You think MLK? What, you got to go to the parade? You're not going to the parade. Let's go. Get to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just glad you didn't ask for the entire month of February off because... That would next put me year. in a bind. Next year. Next year, it'll be good. I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Before we uh, shift gears, by the way, we mentioned it earlier. The uh, NCAA football video game is coming back. And our friends over at 24-7 Sports projected the top 10 rated players in the new video game that will come out this summer. Uh, before we give you that list, and obviously there's some Longhorn love on there, uh, let's give uh, a quick shout-out, Buck, to one of our great sponsors. How about our good friends, of course, at uh, Texas Orthopedics? If you're seeking that specialized patient-focused orthopedic care, contact the experts and our friends at Texas Orthopedics. Their physicians offer you comprehensive surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for adults and children, spinal care, sports medicine, joint replacement, trauma care, rheumatology, and even more. While you're there, say hello to Dr. Christopher Stockton and Christopher Danny, the dedicated orthopedic surgeons there. Their goal is to get you back into good health and that great quality of life that you folks deserve. Visit TXOrtho.com for more information. Texas Orthopedics is the largest independent orthopedic practice in the state of Texas. Once again, for more info, go to TXOrtho.com. Absolutely. Shout out Texas Orthopedics. Also, shout out to Altstadt Beer, the best beer that you can find all throughout the great state of Texas. Whatever you have going on this weekend, make sure you accompany your good times with the greatness of Altstadt Beer. If you're watching some college baseball, college hoops, some golf, whatever. You need Altstadt by your side. If you're hitting the town, your favorite bars and restaurants all throughout Central Texas and in the Metroplex and in Houston, make sure you're asking your bartenders, waitresses, waiters, servers, whoever for Altstadt beer. You've been through a lot this week. You've been through a lot in this life. Reward yourself, reward your taste buds with the best beer in the world. That is Altstadt beer. No impurities, no regrets where is your where is your bunch of ragtag of muffins uh tour going to play this week because you know we have the genesis tour we're out in california at riviera 
Country Club playing the PGA Tour, the real tour, is playing in Riviera. Where are you playing? What desert of Dubai or Tanzania are, is your gang playing at this week? The Live Golf Tour. Yeah. Are they are they off this week? Yep. Live is taking the week off for oh, President's yeah. Day. Very nice of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they care about the presidents. They, they clearly do. That's down. why they're not playing this weekend, you know? Because uh, they yep. care more. They do care more. Absolutely. <laughs> And look, they got to practice as well, all right? Those are the best players in the world. Oh they can't be God. playing every weekend. They need some rest time. They need some practice time to get ready for the next tournament. All yeah. right? Tiger's a nice plus one at his tournament. Oh, yeah. That's okay. That's all Tiger right. Shot a 72 yesterday. He's eight shot, uh, eight shots back of the leader Patrick can't play. Did you see the uh, the shank that Tiger had yesterday? Shankopotamus, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. What was that? 17, 18? Come on. Apparently was dealing with some back spasms towards the end of his round yesterday. I actually got to call in Charlie to come play. Come on, Tiger. What, celeb shot? He's calling in his kid? (laughs) Yes. I mean, yeah, I got more faith in Charlie, I think, than I do Tiger right now. I wanted to see. He looked like he was having fun, but he looked at the end like, damn, this hurts. Yeah, he was just playing bad, so he needed an excuse. So he started pretending that his back was. Oh, hurting. we don't do that on the live tour. We just play it through. We just get our music, our boom boxes, and we'll keep going along. Yeah, we don't complain about stuff on live. I can't wait to see those guys with their one of their caddies holding a boom box and a bag at the same time. That'll be great. <laughs> They're gonna like like the San Francisco 49ers coming out of the locker oh, yeah. room with that sure. giant Come boom on. box. Why haven't this group? Why haven't they, why haven't they figured it out yet? That's a good question. Yeah, here's the uh, the Tiger Shank from yesterday. Wow. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many times I've hit that shot in my life. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> that shot a lot. Uh, he's just like us. They're all just like us. Except for your guys. They're a cut above. Well, yeah, they're really like us because they're playing music. They're wearing shorts. They're doing stuff that real people do. <laughs> they're not just pompous, uppity, you know, country club golfers out there. They're muni guys, all right? Oh, yeah. They're yeah. playing in the dunes. That's great. I love them. Yeah, Tiger's glutes weren't activated yesterday, and uh, it was. He'll be okay. He'll be okay. Yeah. You expect him to win another tournament like ever? No. No, I don't expect him to win any tournaments. Forget the two majors that he's trying to get to. No, yeah. I don't expect him to win another tournament. And obviously, a lot of people counted him out a few years ago, and then he went and won that Masters, which was just one of the greatest stories in golf history. Um, so it's like you always feel weary about counting the goat out, but at the, ma- yeah. at the Masters itself, but anywhere. I mean, I, I'm not asking you if he's going to win another Masters. I'm asking you if he can just put together four really good days of golf in a row ever I again. I don't think his body. I, I think mentally he can do it, but physically, I don't think that's. I don't think that's going to happen. It's too many days of golf, too many swings. Yeah, too many. Uh, too many mistakes behind the wheel. Yeah, really. Come on, Tiger, get a. Hey, that's why you have a limo driver. Yeah, that guy's really? got more money than the Vatican. Don't you think he? Uh, why is he not driving? Yeah, that's dude. If I like, I, I'm a big proponent of the driverless car. Yeah, but like the closest thing to a driverless car that we really have in mainstream society is you know somebody who drives for you. Yes. If I if I was rich, like especially Tiger Woods rich, but like any sort of rich. Um, which I will be once TSU. There you go. Now you're talking. 
Uh, if, like the first thing I'm going to buy is a, a personal driver. Like I, that, that's what they're to do. Like if you just say, I'm running the HEB real quick, all you're doing is hitting it and that thing shows up right in front of the house and you go, right? Yeah, no, I'm going to be in the car with them. I'm just going to be getting blackout oh, yeah. drunk while, uh, while they're driving, you know? On the just phone, like, making calls, being all loud while, while that dude is driving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the Absolutely. move. Somebody else is doing it for me. I'm not doing that anymore. Driving oh, up man. to Dallas. You think you'll ever drive to Dallas if you had that kind of money? No. no. Just sit no. back in the back eating popcorn. I'm trying to be like Thomas J. Henry and get a PJ that takes me to Dallas. <laughs> that guy, that guy's got Super Bowl commercial money now. You see that on Sunday? Oh, no. He's unbelievable. He's ridiculous. He's got some coin now. He's got offices everywhere. 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 Why would you uh, call right. If you got a problem, why would you call on the guy? Why is he just a, like, get in a wreck guy? I'd be calling him up for divorce. I'd call him up and say, hey, you seem to win a lot. You got somebody on your staff that can win this battle. Let's go. Yeah, I'm a Cordell and Cordell guy when it comes to divorce. <laughs> Remember, they'll fight for the man. Yeah, All those yeah. other divorce lawyers out there are fighting for the woman. But the Cordells, they know what it's like to be guys. Yeah, they know. They've got, they don't, they've got they don't my know, back. They don't know anything about it. They're just, they're just taking your money and her money. That's what's happening, really. Behind closed doors, they got her money and your money. Yeah. So when I go through my uh, three divorces in the future, I know who I'm You've calling. You already got a plan. You got the plan, really? Okay. There's going to be more than one. There's going to be more than one with you. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's, no, that's how I, it's hope, be. I hope it never happens. I hope you find one and that one you're with for a long, long time. I don't hope okay. it's love the one you're with. I hope the one you're with is the one you will always love. That's what I hope. Uh, that's kind of gay. What, what am I, Disney? What is this? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. EA Sports, they released a trailer yesterday teasing the yeah. return of the NCAA football video game. I think we've known for a while that it was coming back this year, but we got further proof of that yesterday. Uh, EA Sports dropped a little video. They also said a you know bigger trailer will be coming in May. And the game will be released at some point this summer. So before the next college football season starts, we will have the college football video game available to play. That's a damn good thing. Of course, the last time NCAA football had a game was in 2014. And uh, it'll be a decade that has passed since folks have been able to play college football on their favorite consoles. Our friends at 24-7 Sports, Buck, they projected the top 10 highest rated players in the new NCAA right. football video game. And I will share the screen, pull up the list. And if you're listening on the app, obviously we will read off the list to you. But 24-7 Sports is projecting that the highest rated player in NCAA football 24 will be Ollie Gordon, the running back from Oklahoma State University, who of course won the Doak Walker Award as the nation's top running back this yeah, past season. Fool decided to come back again as a running back, right? Yeah. Bad bit yeah. there, Ollie Gordon. Bad you respect bit. the loyalty. You don't see a lot of it in college sports these no. days. But when you're a running back and you've got the chance to go make money, you go make that money because your lifespan is shorter than wow. every other position in the sport. So Ollie Gordon, a perfect 99. They don't give out 100s. 99 is the highest ranking you can get in the EA Sports video games. Ollie Gordon, is he the 
best player in college football in your eyes? Uh, I, you know, we the last time we saw him, he was getting hammered. So I, yeah. I thought he was great all season long. I, I would say he would be in the top three, but I don't know if he is the guy. Yeah, every oh, and I'm trying to figure out, can they, can they repeat that act again? Which one? With him doing what he did last year? Probably. Oh, I, you don't I, think I so? Don't no. I mean, I, like, if you're asking me if I think Ollie Gordon's going to win back-to-back Doak Walker awards, I would say no. I mean, that's extremely rare for that to happen. Do I think he's going to be good? Yeah, of course. I still think he's going to be one of the best running backs in the country. But do I expect him to be the best again? No. Do I expect Oklahoma State to be playing for a conference championship again? No. Even though the Big 12 is a lot easier this year with Texas and Oklahoma leaving. Uh, yeah, I think uh, there's some flash in the pan stuff with Ollie Gordon and with Oki Light last season. But you got Travis Hunter, the stud two-way player from Colorado. He's the second highest ranked player. I like it if that dude could stay healthy, but that's a lot of ball both ways. Yeah. Oh, Just man. did. We saw that last year. That's a lot of – there's a lot of snaps on that guy's body already. He's the best athlete in the sport, right? Yes, yes. To do what he does as well as he does on both sides, like that's incredible. There's nobody else who's doing that. So I got no problem with Travis Hunter being as highly ranked as he is. But you're right. Like it's it was tough for him to stay healthy last year. And if Coach Prime is, has that same game plan for Travis Hunter this year, it's he will. still going to be tough. <clears throat> Look who's number three, Buck. The third highest rated player in the new EA Sports video game. This is all a projection, of course. Quinn Ewers, 96 overall. So Ollie Gordon's a 99. Travis Hunter's a 97. Quinn Ewers a 96. Is Quinn that good? Well, if he, if he returned a bunch of his wide receivers, I would say yes. But I think we're going to have to look and, and see. I, I would think he'd be a top five guy. But I thought the guy maybe behind, the next guy behind him would be, would be in front of him. And he had a drop-off last year, but I would expect him to make a huge comeback with Bo Davis there. Yeah, Harold Perkins and Shador Sanders are both uh, tied with the 95 <laughs> ranking. But, I mean, this has Quinn Ewers yeah. as the number one quarterback in college football, Buck. Like, is is Quinn Ewers the best QB? Does. I mean, I'm asking you that. Is Quinn Ewers the best quarterback in college football going into 2024? He's either one or two. I'll say that. Okay. I mean, you look at the Heisman odds, and he's right there at the top. It's yes. him. It's Carson Beck at Georgia. It's Jalen Milrow at Alabama. Like, those are kind of the consensus top three right now. So, yeah. I mean, Quinn Ewers going into his third year as a starter. He took a big-time jump in year two. Well, what will Coach Prime do with his son? I mean, what, what, what kind of wide receiving group will he have with, with that, except for Hunter? I mean, are there other guys there? Well, they need an offensive line. That's what screwed Colorado last year. I mean, they yeah. they, they couldn't keep Shador Sanders upright. It's amazing. And he will put up some. He'll put up some numbers because they're yeah. going to throw it every down. That feels a little bit too high for him, doesn't it? And Shador it Sanders, like he's the second highest ranked quarterback. He's not the second best QB in college football right now. There's no way. And I like I love watching him play. You know, you feel like you can't say anything bad about Colorado without people like calling you out for something. Like, no, nah, I think Shador Sanders is an electric talent, but he's not better than Jalen Milrow. He's not better no. than Carson Beck. I think he's no. better than Jackson Dart. Probably three no, more quarterbacks. Like I said, to me, he's in that the the, the top five quarterbacks. But as for players, I'm not even sure I, he is I, a top five I, quarterback. I, I, I don't see him. They, they didn't protect him last year. 
mean, that I, I would think that would be the number one thing to do is protect your quarterback. Hell, and protect your damn son. But I don't know. I, I, I think the head coach will be looking for flash. You know what I'm saying? But in order to go anywhere, they have to do some with both lines of scrimmages there. But yeah, yeah. I, I picked him in the top five quarterbacks, but I don't think he's the number two quarterback coming out. I wouldn't put him in the top five quarterbacks right now either. Top ten, maybe, but I I think there are five quarterbacks better right now in college football than. No, they're State. sitting right there. They're sitting, and some of them are behind him. Yeah, I mean, you've got uh, a few other quarterbacks in this top ten rankings. Jalen Daniels. How weird is it to see a Kansas football player in the top ten here? Uh, Carson Beck, the aforementioned Carson Beck, and Dylan Gabriel, the Oklahoma transfer, who's now at Oregon. All three of those guys given a 94 ranking. So, well, there's a lot of quarterbacks on that line on that list, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I think uh, Daniels Beck and Gabriel I'd put ahead of Shador Sanders right now. And maybe a, I'd put Jalen Milrow I think ahead of Shador Sanders right now. He feels like a pretty notable omission from this list. But there you go. I mean, that's more reason. I know this is a video game ranking and hell this isn't even the video game rankings themselves this is a projection right. of what the rankings are going to look like but it should give you more confidence as a texas fan like when's the last time buck you've been able to say that texas might have the best qb in the country wow colt you got to go to colt i would have to say colt mccoy yeah yeah i mean that's the only time it's even been debatable like as much as we loved sam ellinger he was never no the best quarterback in the country and never really in that discussion no nope. um he's the best quarterback texas had had in a long time and did a lot of good things for this program but you got to go back a long time to uh once again even have a guy in that conversation to be the best in the nation and quinn ewers might be the very best in the nation and that's what the expectation is for him next year wow number three that's good stuff right there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there you go. There's the projection. Excited that the video game is coming back. When's the last time you played a video game, Buck? I don't play video games. <clears throat> I've never played a video game. You mean you've never played a video game? I've never played a video game. Like not once in your life? No, I've never sat down with the, the hookup to the TV and played a football, video, basketball, golf. I, I don't play video games. What about your kids did your kids ever play oh yeah they played they played all those deals late at night with people from all over the world and stuff those type of games and shoot 'em ups and 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 college football stuff but i've never played a video game i don't have time never... i don't have time i don't play <laughs> what do you mean you don't serious. play i didn't even go out for recess because i don't play okay you know what i'm saying i just don't play now with these bars what are you doing here? i just don't play you know What'd what you saying? do during recess then, wise guy? Oh, hopscotch and jump rope and things like that. You were playing. <laughs> no, That's I don't play videos. Playing. What are you talking about? Said, never played a video game. I've never sat down and attempted to do that stuff. I don't, you know, I don't like all that. I I have things to do. I'm an outdoors person. I get outside. Right. You got to put your hands in animal shit. Whatever I have to do, but I just, I can't see myself. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, I've watched my players do that. I've watched players do it. I've watched teammates do it. And the excitement of that just never made me excited. Now, I, you know, you know what game I played before? I don't know if you've ever seen those, not air hockey, but the little hockey things that, that move around. You can move all the men around and shoot on the goal and they go up and down. And I played that. That was, that was my deal in college. I had one of those big boards. I got one of those for Christmas and took it to college with me. 
and that became a deal at our dorm. Bubble hockey, hockey leagues, huh? Bubble hockey. Yeah, but it's not even bubble. It was it's it had the little men you stuck them on, but they could control the puck and you know you could move it around and score and stuff. That was fun. That was that was about as much as I got into games. I just didn't have time. I couldn't sit down and play. I, I have a hard time sitting down and, and doing stuff. It takes too long. Those things take, those things, people get into them and they get into them time-wise. And I just, I don't like spending hours upon hours doing that, you know? I mean, I get that you in your late 60s has no interest in playing video games, but like never? When I was young, no. Like not with your kids? You never sat down with your kids and was like, hey, no. can I play? No, my sons play with the, with the girls. The girls play with the them. They played those video games, but I I just never got into them. Man, EA Sports, like, none of that, uh, none of that shit did anything for me. What about like Pong or Atari back in the day? No, remember I was a pinball wizard. That was it. I would play pinball wizard at the at the at the steak shop. You know, get the cheese Philly cheese steak. I played that, but that I've never got into all that stuff. And I played a little Donkey Kong and all that, but that's about it. I I never got into any of the other stuff. I never got into anything that got onto the TV set. Okay, is Donkey I'll Kong? That. I guess that's that's an arcade game. Yeah, I guess that's not really a video game if you played it no. at the arcade. That's different. Yeah, How about I've never that. Done. Never, never sat gotta, down to play one game. We got to make that. We got to get you over to KD's place. He's got all the video games that he plays. No, I don't like it. Just it's not physical enough you know when i was younger to be doing it just and it never interests me just i don't know i maybe i was just reading a hard, hard copy back in that day you know right yeah reading the newspaper good choice there newspaper over video games nerd <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't read the newspaper because it's garbage yeah i was nerdy I did, I did a lot of stuff outdoors i was i was more into going in the woods and exploring stuff even as a teenager than I was to sit and do video games. And we didn't have any damn video games. Dude, I was born in 55. Yeah, 1855, I'm aware. No, no 1955. It was pinball machines, pinball yeah. wizard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I, I know as a kid you didn't play them, but I figured, yeah, once again, with your kids or just at some point in your life, you would have sat down to play a single video game. Nope, not even one, well, not one half, not one quarter of a video game. That is I incredible. It is? Man. Yeah, dude. Your pops played a lot of that with you? Not a lot, but like he did. Every once in a while, like he's played video games before. I'm a loser. I was a loser. I was a, I was out with the geeks being geeky. You know what I'm saying? I got to make at that play, a drop. Looking at, looking at Playboys in the woods or something like that. Well, finding, finding out where the stash was. I was hey, not. You're, you're doing playing that. pocket pool then. That's what you were doing. <laughs> Whatever it was, video games didn't get me. They still don't. That, that, you know, when you start talking about the EA Sports and it's coming back and the numbers, I have no clue. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't do anything. I, I don't know what it is. Now my sons were into it. My son was into that one where you play games with somebody from Alabama or something. They'd be up late at night. It'd be midnight. And I'd be hearing all these. Guys screaming, my son would be screaming at some guy from like uh Baton Rouge, you know, like screaming yeah. at him, cussing yeah. about his mom or something. Oh, know? yes, that's the worst. The stuff that people on the internet say they're going to do to your mom. Oh, dude, I mean, my son was talking to some guy from Alabama 
And this guy from Alabama said, you know what we do to your kind down here? I mean, I'm like, what in the hell are you, who are you talking to? He said, oh, that's my friend from Alabama. We're playing some weird ass game. Oh, my friend, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, they do this. And this stuff, you got a couple of nights a week, you'd be talking to somebody at two o'clock in the morning on some dumbass game. What was yeah. that game? Was that warfare or something? What was that? Probably, I don't know, Call of Duty. Call of Duty or something, yeah. Halo, they, one of those first-person shooting games. Where they just, once they got into the game, they, like, hated each other, you know? Mm-hmm. But they yeah. would be, but they would, like, know each other like they were friends from a different part of the country. But yeah, that's thing. stuff about their moms and their dads Dude, and their sisters. You got, like, a six-year-old halfway across the world saying he's going to come into your house and rape your mom while you're asleep. Yeah, it's I'm like, like, what the hell is like that? Common, it's common lingo on... Like Xbox Live, it's bad. It's a bad bit. Yeah, my uh, most was, of my video games. I was, game, most of I my was video it was a bad bit. I said, me. "Don't you?" I said, "Doesn't that make you just hate that person?" He says, "Only for the time that we're playing." I'm like, "What? What is?" I said, "You don't know that." I said, "You never even met that person, and you never met him in person." But they, I mean, they got to the point where they saw each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The kid was was white from Alabama, and he told my son, he goes, you know what we do to you people down here? I'm like, what? Drop to you said, people. Your conversation? I said, you think that's cool? He goes, it's about the game, Dad. I said, no, dude, that ain't about the game. God. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't take the game away after hearing that. Goodness gracious. It All right. Be, seemed to be commonplace for them during that time, I guess. I don't know. That's a bad bit right there. All right, before we uh, get to what Chris Del Conte had to say about the future of Texas football scheduling, some very interesting comments from his town hall a couple of days ago that uh, are starting to make the rounds on social media. Buck, let's give uh, another great shout-out to another great sponsor. Let me say hello to my friends that relax the back. Feeling good, BK. The big man is done with all his, all his medical deals that he has to do, and feeling good about being sugar-free here going on my second week and but my back is always going to be a problem let me just say this i've had back thoracic back surgery reconstructed thoracic back and that's always going to be a problem so i know this nobody's ever going back in there to do surgery again in my back so i got this back for the rest of my life but there are ways that i can make myself feel better and that relax the back this chair that i've been in right now for the last 15 20 years has done me perfectly. It helps my lumbar area, it helps my thoracic back, my hip area. And folks, they have numerous chairs like this that can help you with any of the back problems that you have. And even before you get back problems, you find a chair that you're more really, really comfortable in like I do, that I've had from Relax the Back. They've got tons of them. They've got Tempur-Pedic pillows. If you've got problems sleeping because of that old beat up pillow that you have, which I love mine, but the Tempur-Pedic pillows that they have, and of course the Tempur-Pedic mattresses, the massage chairs, Everything that you need, they've got it at Relax the Back at great savings also. Sleep reimagine, recover overnight, re re restorative sleep, and live pain-free at Relax the Back. Two locations in BK's at the Hill Country Gallery across from Whole Foods and in North Austin at the Gateway Shopping Center across from the Container Store. As I said, live pain-free like the buck at Relax the Back. Absolutely. Shout out to Relax the Back. Also, a shout out to our friends at 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah, baby. If you need a little pick-me-up to get you to work on a Friday before the holidays, Absolutely. stop by 7-Eleven, get you a coffee, get you a Monster, a Red Bull, uh, five-hour energy, any of those energy drinks. Get you a donut as well. I'll get you I see some Dunkin' Donuts in there. Is that commercial coming there with them too? I hope not. 
No, I don't think so. I don't think, think they so. sell Dunkin' Donuts at 7-Eleven. I think they sell their own donuts at 7-Eleven. You got their own brand in there? Come on. They got, got their own pizza? They got their own wings? They got their own pizza. Their own nachos? Ooh. Rollers? Rollers? Oh, I love the pizza. Now, she knows I'm a pizza guy there. They they once changed pizza styles there, and I was off their pizza for a couple of weeks. They went back. Now they're back. Thick slice pizza. Yeah. Oh. The big man gets his protein from that pizza at 7-Eleven. Yes, indeed. Uh, 7-Eleven pizza is back just like Texas football is back. That's exactly right. They've got everything there at 7-Eleven. Y'all know that. The American people know that. It's as good as it gets. The best convenience store in the world. We love having 7-Eleven on board as one of our great sponsors. And uh, yeah, our guy Ashish, our girl Wendy, they own and operate a few different 7-Eleven locations in South Austin and in Central Austin too. Uh, go support them. But just go support your local 7-Eleven and make sure you download the 7-Eleven app to cash in on the seven rewards program. They're going to be hooking you up with great deals and free stuff all the time. I want to say hello um, to our good friend over at uh, uh, Top Gun, Brandon Mars. I I know yeah. his two locations. I know he's got it going on uh, south now, but the north location, of course, is is tops also. I, lo I love the place. It's time for me. My gardening starts. We'll start here uh, probably mid-March. I'm ready for my 15. I got... How about this? 15 by 15 garden ready to come in. Going to have my cedar in there. Get ready for my tomatoes. Zucchini. That's right. I'm going to get into zucchini, and I'm going to try to even eat squash this summer, BK. That's going to be a part of my meal. Now, I hate squash as of now, so I'm going to be asking for recipes. How do I get squash to taste like chicken? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Brandon Mars has all the gear that you need. If you're going to do your own garden, if you're going to till your own fill, you can get that. They've got tillers right there. They've got lawnmowers. They've got everything you need. If you need chop that wood, they've got that. And uh, not only do they have it so you can rent it from, you can buy it from Brandon too. So if you're mm -hmm. looking to have something permanently that you're not having to go to them every year, buy one of those one of those deals from them. Riding more, he's got it. They got everything that you need for your yard and garden at Top Gun for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, you mentioned the two locations, the OG up in Anderson yes. Square up north and then down south the new location in Buda. Check them out online as well, topgun.net. Top Gun will shoot you straight. All right, I'm going to uh, do a little screen share here, Buck. All right. So you could see this quote, Chip Brown, our own Chip Brown, tweeted this out. This is uh, from Chris Del Conte, who, of course, held the State of the Union for the Texas Athletics Department a couple of nights ago down on campus. One of the questions that uh, CDC was asked in regards to future scheduling for Texas as the Longhorns make the move from the Big 12 to the SEC, uh, CDC was asked if Texas will play any Big 12 teams in football going forward. And CDC said it will depend on whether or not the SEC plays an eight or nine game conference schedule. And he also said that it might come down to if any Big 12 schools would be willing to only play in Austin as opposed to a home and home. So some disrespect to the remaining Big 12 schools on the way out the door. What do you make of uh, those comments from El Conte? Nobody's getting on the road to go play you anymore. Think about it. You have to come to Austin, and I, I agree with him. Nobody's going to Lubbock. 
Nobody's going up to Fort Worth. Who cares? You either come here or you don't play us. You don't get to play a team from the best conference in college football. You know who will take that on? Right down here in San Marcos. They'll make the trip. They'll make the yeah. journey up. They'll put on their little backpacks and work their way up I-35. How's that? What, they're going to walk? Hell yeah, if they have to. Come on. Them yeah. cats will come up. You know they're not walking from Lubbock to come here and play. You know what happens when they come here? They get big numbers thrown on them. Mm, 57. Oh. Yeah, there's a difference between Texas State and Texas Tech, though. There is? Yeah, there it's is. Further to, it's further to Texas Tech. Uh, more yeah. than just that. I I don't like this. I don't like this. I think I'm in the minority here. I think most Texas fans are ready to move on from the Big 12 and anything that has to do with the Big 12. But, I mean, I consider Texas Tech a rival. Like, I feel like we should be playing Texas Tech in football. And if it isn't an every-year thing, I guess I get that, although I still feel like it should be and easily could be an every-year thing. But it should be something that happens every couple of years. I'd rather, play, Bay I'd rather play Baylor. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Like, maybe you do a rotation with the three Big 12. Well, I guess there's more than three now because Houston's in the mix. But we talked about it with Texas Tech, with TCU and Baylor, just alternating. Yeah. You play yeah. one of those teams every year, and then obviously every four years you'll play the other team. Or you play that team again, I should sure. say. That, like, that to me makes sense. I would have no problem doing that, and I would have no problem with those games being on the road occasionally. I know but, you keep the money in state when you do that. It's nice. You know, you, there, there used to be your rivals and, and two different conferences. But to I, I know you need a softy every once in a while, but as much as I mess around with Texas State, you don't want to be playing them. You don't even want to be playing Rice anymore, you know, except for recruiting in Houston. But you're not recruiting against Rice when you – when you go recruiting in the state, well, you gotta, the you gotta play somebody in the non-con. Why wouldn't you play Rice? I don't play Rice. No one wants to beat up on Rice anymore. Well, that's that's the that's the beauty of the SEC. Like SEC teams generally schedule cupcake non-conference games. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Like Rice, no disrespect. They're coming off a We never used year. to think that was the beauty of the SEC. Now that's the beauty of the SEC when that game 11... Well, it's a beauty for us now that we're in the SEC. It was bullshit <laughs> yeah. when we weren't in the SEC. But now that we're in that conference, we should get to take advantage of that. Hey, taking yeah. advantage of that is playing anybody in the Big 12 from this point on. That should be it, whether it's Houston, whether it's TCU, whether it's the Lubbenizers. I mean, does it really matter? Those should you're be those, those teams are that anyway. bad. Yeah, that should be cakewalks anyway now that you're in the SEC. Playing them should be like playing – uh, uh, playing rice. You want a, you want a real sure thing. Well, no, I want to play these teams not because they're sure things. I want to play these teams because like they're they mean a lot to people in this state. Okay, these games do. Like I, I've never argued that Texas Tech is on the level of A and M or Oklahoma when it comes to a rival, but I still think they're a rival. And it's clear you can act like you don't care about Texas Tech. 
Uh, go check your own tweets, everybody, talking shit about Texas Tech. See how much you don't care about Texas Tech. That game matters to people on both sides. It's a game that should be played. Yeah, well, I, I agree with that. And, yeah, you should play them. But Rice at game 11, what does that do? You think that's a I'm big game that people will talk about? Okay. I'm, I, I'm, I don't know how we got to Rice. Like, we're on the Big 12. This is this. this As I said, play anybody, in the, anybody in the Big 12 that's, that, that has meaning, like you say, whether it's yeah. Texas Tech, TCU, Baylor, that's fine with me. But, but would if you, you want would to, you be willing to play it? Hold on, hold on. Don't go back to Rice. Would okay. you be willing to play those teams on the road or they have to come here? Like CDC is saying, if Texas Tech ever, ever wants to play us again, it's got to be in Austin. Like we will not go to Lubbock to play. We will not go to Waco to play. We will not go to Fort Worth to play. Are you, are you in agreement with him? No, I think you go where they they you if you have a chance when that time for you to switch off to go there you go there and play them. Okay, I'm yeah, all, like I'm all I right agree with that. that. I'm all yeah. right with that. I don't, I don't. You're not to the point where you tell them they only have to come to you. No, you go to play those. That's what makes those still mean something to the people, really. Sure, and this is the type of shit. And I know a lot of Texas fans don't care. It's like I don't care what people think, whatever. Uh, that's your prerogative. But this is the type of stuff, like this comment from CDC is why people hate Texas and why people hate Texas fans. Like, yeah. uh, it's, it's the whole we're better than you attitude. And we are better than those schools. Don't get me wrong. But, like, it's the whole, like, ah, now we're too good to ever play at your place. You know, we've been playing at your place for, like, 30 years. But now, now we don't we don't need you guys anymore. No, no, you just get your tail. They come to your place and you get on the road and go to their place. So what? I, I know. That's, that's what I say. But I don't know. You know, things could change, right? Like for a is while just, we were. Is that is that tongue in cheek, or does he really mean that? No, you've got to come to us now. Does he really, really mean that, or would he be willing to go to to Lubbock to play, or go up to Fort Worth? I got to believe he'd be willing to do that. I, I got to believe that's kind of tongue in cheek, just to give them just that final kiss goodbye. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like, this is not a like set in stone in cement comment right. or anything like this. Uh, it could have just been something in passing from Del Conte. Another um, shot at your mark on the way out because he knows that before it's all said and done, before July 1st, when when the real change happens, that that dude is going to say something else about Texas and Oklahoma before they truly leave. Oh, and he'll say stuff after they leave too. Yeah, and you're absolutely that. right. So CDC is probably trying to get one in for their early, you know, for the spring. He's trying to get his shot in for the spring maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. And look, time can heal wounds. So even though there is clearly some bad blood between Texas and the Big 12 and some of the Big 12 institutions that are staying back, like hopefully a few years down the road. Do uh, remember, we've never played Houston. Anyway. We just got through going to Houston this year. I yeah. mean, what the hell? I mean, that's, I mean, you don't think that game, that, that, that game is big for Texas fans. It's big for recruiting in that area. No matter what you think, that's a big recruiting game playing Houston. And football is big in that area. Sure. You know, it was like the biggest crowd they've ever had at that stadium. And you can't afford, by the way, and you can't afford to lose to them since LSU's right there, Texas A&M, Alabama comes into that area. That's a game. That's a must-win game every year if Texas were to play that, whether it's every other year. You play that game, you have to win. You can't get beat by Houston. No, that, they almost that, did that this hurt. year. Yeah, yeah, and that hurts in recruiting. That would hurt you badly. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, uh, Texas beat Houston and beat every Big Twelve team that's staying in the Big Twelve on their way out the door. Yeah, I like the fact that you'd go on the road and play that game. I think that's tongue in cheek. I I think he's just that's one shot. That's one across the bow to that dude. 
Mm-hmm. And that's his spring shot because CDC knows you better get ready for a couple more hits by that guy on the way out, even though he could care less. But that dude is going to say something anyway, you know, during the course through the summer and the spring. So why not give a shout out to him first? Yeah. Where, um, all right, now back to your rice thing. Like, where are you at with the eight or nine game conference schedule? Do you care? Do you want that extra SEC game because it's more entertaining? Or are you like, yeah, ah, let's play less since that conference is hard enough? We don't need nine. No, of those I, games. I'm going to play big boy football. Go ahead and play nine. You know, okay. I, don't, I wouldn't care to play rice in week 11. I, I'd rather play another SEC school. Mm-hmm. I, I really, really would. But then again, remember, I'm not coaching anymore, I'm just watching. I'm a fan now, so I want to see a game like that. I don't want to see you play Rice. I don't want to see you hurt eight guys on the Rice team that late in the season. I don't think that that doesn't do anything to you. I mean, you probably have harder practices than you would at that game. And it depends on who it is. And, man, where the SEC sets themselves up to play Southern Southern Georgia State or somebody like that. I was going to say, like, Rice is better than most of the teams that those SEC schools are playing. I would say yes. Yes, we'd, we'd be playing like up. Incarnate Word or something. Like you know, we're, we're going down to the FCS level if we're doing what uh, the other SEC teams have been doing. Yeah, I mean, and I don't mind that late in the season unless those other teams are are in the in the process of maybe being in a playoff in their divisions, and you don't want to get their players hurt. They don't want to get their starters banged up. But that's a lot of money to those schools. I mean, you come to you come to Austin and play that game, and you're taking back two million bucks. That's okay for your program. Your program is not going to get that kind of money into it, you know? That's a big deal for them. Yeah, excuse me, Buck. I think, uh, yeah, the the other schools are hoping there's four non-conference games. Sure. Right? Like, I I think why the SEC will ultimately go to a nine-game slate starting in 2026 is money. Like, money for the SEC schools. Yeah, exactly. Like, not, I don't care about money for the other schools. They care about money for themselves. It goes in their pockets. So the TV partners are going to pay more if there are nine conference games than if there are and you're scheduling a fourth cupcake non-conference opponent. So ultimately, I do think they'll go to nine, and I think CDC kind of indicated that. But for the next two seasons, Texas has four non-conference games. Texas is playing some good teams in the non-con, including a a trip to Ann Arbor this coming season. Yeah, but I don't want trips to Ann Arbor and then go to Notre Dame and all. No, hell no. No, I need a cupcake, but I, I'll take my cupcake within state. And for me, yeah. a lot of those Big 12 schools now, going into the SEC, they're they're all on the same level. I just just as well play them, give them money in the state, then they go outside and play somebody. Mm-hmm. Unless it's unless they're really bad, right? Yeah, yeah. unless it's a, a real free win. Yeah, yeah I'm, put Boston's college back on your schedule. They've been I on have, before, yeah. Boston College. Put on some, I mean, there's some teams out there that aren't good. I mean, I hell, when I was at Texas, we played at Syracuse. At Syracuse? At Syracuse. Early yeah, in the think, year. I don't think we'll be doing that anytime no, soon. No, no. They want somebody they're gonna they're gonna destroy. A trip to the carrier dome. Oh, is that awful? Yeah, I'm out on that. Um, okay, so here's who Texas plays in the non con these next few years. Okay. I mean, it's these are just the next four years. Those are kind of the big non-conference games that are already on the schedule. So they obviously go to Ann Arbor this year to play at Michigan, and they go to Columbus next year to play Ohio State. Then they host Ohio State in the return trip in 2026, and they host Michigan in 2027. Yeah. So that's 
that's the reason why. And this is me thinking, I'm being soft here. I'm willing to admit it. All right. This is me being a B, a P, whatever you want to call me. I will, I will take it. Well, come on. You've got an extra playoff team in here. Soft. Baby. I'm being soft here. Give me eight. Give me eight SEC games instead of nine. Okay. Because I, I feel like Texas is going to continue to schedule a big time marquee non-conference game every single season. I do not want to play Ohio State and then nine SEC teams in the same season. Like I do not want to play Michigan and then nine SEC teams in a single season. And then I'm sure, you know, who will be after that? I don't know, USC, like Oregon. It's going to whatever. be good. They're, they're going to be good. I mean, if Texas, it's going to be great as a yeah. fan. They're they're great. They're like I, I want them to schedule those big non-conference games. Yeah, I, when I does Notre Dame get back that. on the schedule? Notre Dame, sure. All all teams like that keep those games coming. Those are fun matchups. Those are resume boosting matchups. Those are fun road trips for Texas fans. Like I, I'm not advocating to get rid of the huge non-con games. I'm just saying that you know when you can only afford two losses. To get into the college football playoff, you don't need to intentionally try to give yourself more than two losses. Okay, you don't, you don't need to try to give your loss against Ohio State every other year or something. Eight, huh? eight SEC, like there's going to be a year where Texas has to play OU, A and M, Georgia, LSU, and Ole Miss in the same yeah. season. Maybe Tennessee in there too. That's like, enough as it is, huh? And then, and then Ohio State. You want all that? Like, I'd love to be the guy who's like, oh, yeah, bring them on. Bring them on. And, look, I feel great about Texas right now. I think Texas could beat just about any team in the country. Dude, coaches I would hate prefer, it. I would prefer a few more cupcakes. Yeah, you know who hates that? The coaches. You know who loves that? The players. They want the big games or the fans? Oh, the players want the big games. They want to go to big stadiums. They want big team, big-time teams coming here. They want the television broadcast. You know who hates it? They're coaches. They want a cupcake. They want somebody they can beat down because they know what the following week will bring them. Yeah. You know? And they're yeah. trying to keep their gigs, too. So, yeah. I See, I'm a fan now. I'm not a coach now. I want I want the best of the best. I, I want to see Michigan. I want to see Notre Dame's, Ohio State's. I don't care if USC pops back on here in Oregon. That That's fine. And give me still give me nine. Give me, mm -hmm. give me good games. I, I think most people agree with you. Uh, because like, they're fans, well, they're fans. Of course, they would agree. Right. They right, pay right. ticket prices. I'm also a fan. You're and not a win. fan. I want you're, winners. You're a coach. You're just trying to get to playoffs. You're a coach. You want the easy way around because yeah. it's not easy as it is. No matter what it is, whether you're playing eight games or nine game and they're SEC teams, it's not easy. You just don't want to make it even more difficult. But as a fan, you don't give a shit. You want the best you can see. You know, you want the yeah, best yeah. games you can see. You don't want a cupcake. You don't want to be paying that ticket price to to play Rice when you can play uh, Notre Dame, right? I don't. I don't go to the games. Right? I watch them on TV. You know, I could okay, watch whatever. A, <laughs> you, I could watch. A, I could watch a fifty-point shellacking of Rice. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not. I'm not bigger than that. And we get the support. Oh, Rice doesn't need the money. They're doing okay. You know, if we play a, a small school in the state of Texas. Yeah, you want to incarnate the word. You want the yeah, word. Yeah, we cut them a nice check. We're supporting the education. You don't care about education anymore? I do. I'm about education. That's why I play the lottery. I'm about educating the children. Yeah. You know, you want you, you know, UTSA, you want that every year. Sure. The CAP program. Support them. <laughs> Support no, them. Dude. I'd rather have Notre Dame in there. 
Oh man, I, I don't I'd know. I'd rather have Oregon. You'd rather have, have nine have... conference games. I want, yeah. I want Oregon and Incarnate Word. I just don't <laughs> want that extra SEC team. No thanks. What you don't want is Washington on your schedule. You don't want to see that anymore. Well, I'm not worried about them now because their coach is at Alabama. Now I got to worry about Alabama again. Yes. Like, here I am, like, oh, when Nick Saban leaves, Alabama's not going to be a big deal, and now they got the coach who never loses to Texas. So that's yeah, annoying. I don't... I just think as a fan, you want those big-time games. As a coach, you need a breather in the SEC. You know, that's why they give you game 11, some bunch of crap that we complain about when we're in the other leagues. Now that you're in that league, it's like, oh, no. When does Incarnate Word come up the street? You know what I mean? I can't wait for that game. It's yeah. not like, when does Notre Dame come into your stadium? As a fan, that's what you're looking for. As a coach and, and a – no, I want Notre Dame. I want them. I want Oregon. Yeah. No, I do too, but I don't want... And then I want Vandy twice a year. Oh, yeah. If, if if you get to play Vandy twice, if Vandy is your ninth SEC game every season, then bring on the doors, all right? You know? Anchor, anchor down, baby, whatever they say up there. Like, it's good. I'll take them. And I get it. Look, Tanner brings up a good point, right? And Steve Sarkeesian, Steve Sarkeesian has talked about, like, welcoming the challenge and embracing the difficulty of playing a bunch of games against Absolutely. SEC opponents and still playing really, really good teams in other conferences. If your team is good enough to win a national title, you should be able to win those games. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're going to have to beat teams like that anyways in a 12-team playoff en route to a natty. But, but do, you need more do you need more difficulty? I'll take the easier path, man. <laughs> like, I'll take, like, baseball example. I'm a Rangers fan, world champs. Uh, like when the D-Bags beat the Phillies in the NLCS, I wouldn't upset. I knew people were going to be like, oh, well, that's not as impressive for the Rangers. They're beating like an, an average team. I don't give a shit. I want to win the title. That's right. I don't care who I play. Let me win a championship. So give me the easiest path ever. And the same people like, and the same people, BK, like myself and, you know, our, our last texter, they, they're the same. They believe the same too. As the season starts to wind down, they're going, damn. Why are we playing them? That's exactly how they're changed. They'll yeah. change as the season goes on, yes. Hey, let me call out some hypocrite Texas fans here. Uh, I don't think anybody was too upset that we got to play Oklahoma State in the Big 12 title game. No, oh, like, no, that was great. That was a like, great way to cruise into a championship. Like getting a shot at Oklahoma, getting redemption, okay. I would have loved it. I think we would have beaten OU if we played them again. I did but, not want to play them. Remember at that time I said, I don't want to play them again. Most Texas fans were like, oh, yeah. And then we saw the Vegas line. Like, we're double-digit favorites in the conference title game. We'll Hell take yeah. that easy win. Like, you want the easy wins. You do. You want the easy wins when you can okay, get them. Okay, coach. Okay. You want the I'm easy wins. I'm a coach. Win. Call me yeah. coach. We're just fans. Uh, we're just fans looking for, we're looking for good games to come here. Hey, bring Mac Brown back. Bring the Carolina Tar Heels is one of those games. You're like, no, that's not an easy game. I don't want to play the Tar Heels. Hey, bring yeah. on Dabo and Clemson. Why not? Don't you want to play Clemson? Don't you want to see teams like that in your stadium? Sure, sure. I'll play Clemson, and then I'll play eight SEC games. No, no, no. You're playing nine. I'm not playing Clemson. Nine at, no, no. Sorry about that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I mean, it's not my call, obviously. And I know it's going to be nine SEC games because that's where the money is. I, I get that it's inevitable. But I'm going to enjoy these next two years when it's an eight-game conference slate. Like, this this is when Texas really has – I mean, they're going to have an opportunity when it's nine games if they keep doing things correctly. Sure. They're going to be fine. 
But this is like, especially this year, this coming season, with all the turnover with coaches and quarterbacks in college football, with how much Texas has coming back, with how Texas kind of has a relatively easy, all things considered, conference schedule this year. Like, take advantage while you can. And with an yeah. eight-game slate, it's going to be easier for you to put together a good record that gets you into the CFP. Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at this strictly as a fan. I'm not looking at it as a coach because as a coach, I don't want that preparation for Notre Dame or or Oregon when I can get Rice. I I, I really don't. But as a fan, I don't want to be playing Rice. I mean, if there's a if there's a ticket to be had and it's Notre Dame, bring Notre Dame here, pack the stadium, pack the city, do all those wonderful things that'll happen. You know, you're going to battle with them anyway. You're already in a tough conference with eight games. As you said, I, I, I would, I would, I would, as a fan, as a fan, I want mm. the best games I can get. As a coach, I need, I need a cupcake somewhere in this conference. You know, I got to amend something I said. I'm cool with most big name non conference teams coming to Austin to play Texas. I do not want to play Notre Dame at DKR ever again because really? of what happened because of what happened last time. Well, Texas beat Notre Dame last time they were here, but that game gave us one of our lowest moments in program history when Joe Tessitore's dumbass decided to drop the Texas is back, folks, oh. at just infamously plagued us for. Damn near a decade. So I don't want to see those fools again. Last time we played them up there was a disaster. We lost oh, yeah. 38 to 3. And then they came back here. And then it, uh, oh my God, it was so embarrassing forever because of Joe freaking Tessitore. So I'm out on the Fighting Irish. Keep those Catholics up there. We got enough of y'all down here already. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm telling you as a fan, it's just one of those ones you want to be a part of. As, yeah. a, coach, as a coach, you're like, no, no, no. That's 20 times the work we have to do this week, trying yeah. to prepare for everybody on their team. When we're wow. going to, the following week, play back in the toughest conference. As a fan, want that ticket. Don't want it. Don't want to see in word. Rather see Oregon. Hell, rather yeah. see Washington State. What would, you rather, what would you rather see as a fan? A 50-point win over Incarnate Word or a seven-point loss to Oregon? You're a bad fan if your answer is the second one. Sorry. Well, why, why, why are we, why are you losing to Oregon anyway? I'm just saying there's more of a chance that you lose to them than there is Incarnate Word. It's more of a no, chance I, that you I lose to a ninth play, SEC team than you do Incarnate Word. That, I would rather play that game. Yeah, I'd rather right. have a chance to win that game, not a chance to lose that game. But I'd rather feel like I have a chance to win that game and see it as a fan yeah. than to know the game that I'm going to win by 50. I mean, I can stay at my house. I won't go to the game, right? Let me, let me tell you. Uh, I think everybody who went to that Texas Tech game this year had a pretty good time. Oh, hey, by the way, they had a good time at that that uh, Big 12 championship game. Too. <laughs> I, I don't remember anybody leaving DKR on Black Friday or AT&T Stadium the oh, following no. Saturday saying, that wasn't fun. I so wish really, we played we really somebody way them better that? than that. And I was driving on my way home and going, boy, that must be fun. <laughs> wow, do they party in there. It was a 60-minute party. For both that of those really games. Stinks. That stinks. Ah, uh, you people. I'm yeah, tired of you. People. And the thing about away and home games, I I just think though when you had those past rivals, even though you go off to another conference, I mean, I hope I hope at some point 
you know, when USC and Oregon, when they get to the Big Ten, they go back and play some of the teams that they played in the Pac-12 again. I mean, I mean Ohio State, I mean, uh, USC and, and UCLA. I hope they go back and play some of those Pac-12 teams that they had played before. I hope they don't just forget about them and say, screw that. I mean, yeah. that's still their part of the country. They still have to go back there, you know? Yeah. You got the, the good news is, I mean, some of the rivalry games are going to continue. Like Washington and Washington State said they're going to keep playing. Dude, that year. thing is huge. I never thought of the Apple. Like, the Apple Cup, what the how big? Why is that so big in yep. Pullman? And it's, mm-hmm. I find out because I've gone there how huge it is. I've been on that campus. I mean, that's the game that they talk about. But before they, now the USC game they talk about, but playing Washington is like life or death to them. Yeah, I mean, you I know? went to the Oregon-Oregon State game. That's also going to continue. Like, I, I went to the Civil War a few years ago. Big deal. Yeah. That game always matters to that whole state. So, uh, yeah, at least some of the rivalries will continue. But And I agree with the Texas-Texas Tech deal. That's a rivalry football game. I know to, to people at Texas, they don't think it is. It's huge to Tech fans. Absolutely huge. Oh, it's It's bigger to them than it is for us. There's no debate there, but. Uh, pretending like we don't hate them, that, that's that's wrong. Like, that's that's a rivalry game, and I think it, it should play every year. So it won't. We'll see the next time Texas and Texas Tech play each other. It'd be at least five years, I think, before that happens, maybe even longer. But uh, that, that to me, is is a little disappointing. Yeah, for me, the first of the first, give us Baylor. Because you want one that you think you can win, give us Baylor then. Yeah, I mean, Baylor, yeah, oh, yeah, Tanner, like no Bedlam. Yeah, they, like these rivalries going away is stupid. That and that that obviously is bigger than any Texas Baylor Texas Texas Tech game, um, but yeah, I mean, I, look, Baylor will have a new coach by the time Texas. That's, what plays I'm, that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking. You're right. <laughs> yeah, so they might be better. Uh, I wish Dave Aranda could stay forever. I think. Yeah, and 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 for the Bedlam game, I think that's coming back way quicker than Texas Texas A and M. That thing's coming back. That means way too much to that state. They they'll they'll figure a way to get through fighting. You know, and with making it political, they. Those two schools need that game more than anything. I think that'll be back in a couple of years. I don't think that's going away like people think. Oh, they're, they're going to be like Texas, Texas A&M. I don't think it'll last that long. Yeah, I, hope I don't not. think it'll come close. I hope not. Uh, last thing on this, baseball over says, BK, that's weak sauce. Yeah, no, I said it. It is a, it is a weak-minded <laughs> mentality by me. I, that was how I prefaced this entire conversation. It's me being soft. But it's me also wanting to win and watch my team win. Winner. He wants winners. I want winners. Simple as that. So call me soft, but I I think I'm just a better fan. No, you're not you a do. better fan. You're 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 <laughs> you're a better coach. You a know, better you're, coach. you're a better coach, but you're not a better fan. Because yeah. coach, you don't have to pay for the ticket. Fans want the ticket and they want the big ticket. And they want their yeah. team to, to win the big games. They don't want they don't want Texas State and Carnival World where they beat them by 70. They want to beat the Oregons of the world, whether they beat them by a field goal, touchdown, or beat them by 70. You know? Yeah. But once again, BK, good thought on the Oklahoma State game for the championship. That was very nice. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't bitching about how they were getting thrown uh, I wish, over. I wish we had to play Dylan Gabriel again. No, no, I, know I, you never, don't. I said that when that time was at hand. I said, I don't want to Oklahoma play Oklahoma again. Then that was when everybody was, I was getting on, people were getting on me saying, you're soft. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I don't want to play that group again. I saw what they did. Yeah. I saw them. They, they really, really did that to Texas. And I'm not putting it that the coaches are going to be that much smarter. They're going to just figure out this time it won't happen. We'll try that same deal again. But it won't, and Dylan Gabriel won't do that to us. 
I said, no, let's play Oklahoma State. We're playing against Gundy. He can't win a big one. Are you kidding yeah. me? Anytime you can play against Gundy, do it. Yep. Yep. All right. We'll shift gears here. Good conversation. Keep the thoughts coming on YouTube. Keep the uh, text coming in on the Coda text line. Five one two. Softy coming there. Five one two 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 nine three two eight. No, most people are on your side, and I expected that. But um, well, they're just smarter. I'm like Tom Herman. I'm the smartest person here. <laughs> you're, right. way, you're way smarter than these people. <laughs> you already know that. Remember that. Okay, before we get into, I got to show you this plane video, and then we'll talk some Texas basketball right. because the Longhorns have maybe their biggest game of the season coming up tomorrow. Uh, before all of that, though, Buck, how about another shout-out to another sponsor? Dr. Greg Eckert and his wonderful staff of professionals. They do everything from general dentistry to the most advanced work in restoring teeth. Folks, I had mine done in just two visits with the good doctor. Got these pretty veneers put in, and I couldn't be happier. But now, if you need regular dentistry, how about teeth cleaning, teeth widening, tooth loss solution, or maybe dental implants? If you got problems with a couple teeth that you're not happy with, maybe incredibly yellow, how about dental implants? How about doing that in just one day? Dr. Edgar can do it. Turn that frown upside down. Give him a call. Find out if you're a candidate for dental implants by calling him today at 512-345-3166. And if you're maybe a new patient to Dr. Edgar, he is taking on new patients for 2024. Folks, they do great work there. And if you need IV sedation on the simplest of things that for you, when you have dental anxiety, it's not that simple. But if you need IV sedation, Dr. Edgar will be there for you. As I said, He's been doing this for over 28 years in this area, over 1,500 cases of restoring teeth. He's our dentist, should be your dentist also. Absolutely. Shout out to Doc U. And also some love to our man, Tom McKay, over at Audio Visual Consultations. We'll let you hear from Tom right now. This is Tom McKay, owner of Audio Visual Consultations. And we'd like to take a moment to thank all of our clients for making the last 25 years both fun and fruitful. For those of you who have not experienced our services yet, we'd like to invite you to give us a try for all of your home electronics needs. We take care of everything from surround sound home theaters and distributed audio to computer networks, home surveillance systems, to a new television in the living room or bedroom. And we come to you. There's no need to leave your home to find great pricing and incomparable service. No traffic, inexperienced sales geeks, or pushy showroom tactics. Just give us a call and we'll visit you at your home or business to take a look at what you really need. Just relax, hug your kids, and smile. We make your electronics and life simpler to manage. So give us a call and discover what over 7,000 families and businesses already have. Audiovisual Consultations is the easiest, most complete way to enjoy today's electronics. Call us at 512-255-8678. That's 512-255-8678. Or online at avconsultations.com. Big shout out to our good friends over at Syntex Tickets, Shelby and the gang over there, as they get ready for Major League Baseball season and start getting all your tickets at Syntex Tickets. You know, NASCAR is coming to Dakota, Circuit of the Americas, getting ready for NASCAR. Boogity, 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 let's go racing. They are coming to town. That is going to be something. We're going to be out there, as a matter of fact. So that should be an awful lot of fun. But Syntex Tickets will have all your ticket for all your ticket needs. Anything happening at the Moody Center, you need tickets to get in, they'll find a way to get you in for sure. Absolutely. SyntexTickets.com. It is that love easy. It. Also, some love to cover three, the best sports bar in town. If you're looking for a place to watch Texas baseball, Texas basketball, any sport this weekend, speaking of NASCAR, you got Daytona coming up on Sunday. Yeah. There's a big one. Uh, they'll have it on at Cover 3. They've got TVs everywhere, full bar, fantastic food. It's the best sports bar you can find here in Central Texas. Three Austin area locations. They've got a joint down in San Antonio as well. It's Cover 3, dining, spirits, sports.
Okay, love, Buck. Love Daytona BK. Spent a night on the beach in a car headed down to Fort Lauderdale. That's you where did that? that's where yeah, slept in the car on the way down to to uh Fort Lauderdale when I did spring break when I was in college. Slept on the beach in the car. You could pull your car right up to the beach there and sleep. And then we just headed on down to Fort Lauderdale where we pulled in early in the morning. It was dark and we pulled in and I got out, pulled out the beach towel with me and all the boys on the on a blanket, and we woke up to look up, and we were right in front of a place called the Poop Deck. <laughs> that was that was amazing. That's that was one of the more amazing things that it, that's just that's a coincidence that shouldn't happen. As I'm laying on a blanket with a bunch of roommates, dudes, we wake up, and a friend of mine from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, walks by and says, "Hey, what are you doing here?" I'm like, "Hey, I'm coming from BC. I'm coming there. I'm here with my roommates." He goes, "No, what are you doing there?" And there's four dudes laying on a blanket in front of a place called the Poop Deck. The hotel that was in front of the beach was called the Poop Deck. I'm like, you know, I said, do not let this get back to Pennsylvania. He what? said, I won't. There was just a bunch of guys just soaping each other up and putting baby oil on each other. When we finally woke up, it was probably around 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. And when we got up, there were already dudes, dudes with dudes on blankets. And I'm with four dudes, four all buff dudes. Now we're just sleeping you know, on the blanket, but my friend sees me and he goes, why, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm, I'm just getting here from Fort, I'm from Boston. You know, we drove here for spring break. He goes, no, but what are you doing here? And I turned around, looked up and it said the poop deck. I'm like, yeah. the poop deck is what a gay hotel. Yes, it was. And that a area, gay right bar, a gay hotel, a gay it's restaurant. Got, it was a hotel. The, the hotel was called the poop deck. It was for gay people. Yeah, it was it was mostly well okay. dudes with dudes on blankets, like baby oiling each other down. You so know, you, and I'm laying you there with and all three of your buddies decided to sleep at a gay hotel. No, dude. We were on the beach. The hotel's on the other side of the street that's in front of the beach. If you've ever been to Fort Lauderdale, the hotels are back across the street. You walk right. across the street and there's the beach. There's a little wall you walk over, and then there's the beach. We were laid on that beach in front of that hotel. We just happened to pulled in and park our car that was in front of that hotel early in the morning, dark, coming from Daytona and just laying down in front of there getting some rest. Mm, we you just happened to do hotel. that. No, no, we weren't staying at that hotel. There oh, wasn't okay. You just hotel. happened to do that and then you just happened to go back to that hotel with no. some of the other guys. No. We just never happened to spend the rest of your trip there. Just happened. No. It was no. bad luck. What are the chances? No, there there was no rooms open at the poop deck, I guarantee you, for spring that, break. I don't think they would have cared about that. They would have taken you in in a heartbeat. Dude, we were there. There's these guys, and they are just lathered up. I mean, they are baby oiling each other. And I'm I'm, I'm out cold. And my and a guy wakes me up and just says, Bucky, what are you what are you doing? I'm like, this, we just got here. And he said, No, what are you doing here? What was like, he doing there? Your buddy. Dude, just walking the beach. You know, you walk in front of from hotel to hotel. You walked right in front of whatever it was that that you had, you know, where you were staying. You know, there were just sections of the beach. I just happened to, we just happened to lay the blanket down when it was dark and falling, falling asleep in a certain spot. I'm not saying if there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying it just happened that way. That's Very just weird high. that four straight guys would go out of their way to sleep in front of a gay hotel and then hang out with a bunch of dudes <laughs> while they were lathering each other up. Dude, I didn't stay at that hotel either. We got up, 
and went to our hotel, which was nowhere near that spot. So we just needed a place to, hey, to hunker down. Yeah, four dudes on one blanket right in front of there. Hunkering at, down. At the poop deck. There's anything wrong with that. Dude, it was, a, it was quite a trip. That was the trip where the back window of the car would not roll up. And so we're driving from Boston where it was freezing. We, we get to Connecticut where we pick up my friend's brother's car. We drive that down from Connecticut all the way to, to Daytona and then to Fort Lauderdale. And guess who's in the back? Me. And then, of course, we're going through Alabama. We're going through Georgia. And these dudes are puff, puff, pass, pass. It looked like the car like up in smoke going through Alabama. <laughs> I mean, the trail, there was no, the window would, wouldn't roll up. We made that whole trip with that window down. It was awful. God, how cold was that? It was cold, and I got there, and that was the year, the, the first year I got, uh, I, I baby oiled up, and I got heat stroke from laying out in the sun because we didn't have suntan uh, screen number 30. It was just baby oil we would put on. Dude, I was crispy. <laughs> I was at my blackest, believe me. I got burned up, and I, got, I, I spent a day and a half with sun poisoning. I was just so sick. And I thought it was the booze. It had nothing to do with the booze. If you ever got yeah. that, if you get that deal, it is awful. It's like seasickness. When you woke up in front of the poop deck, did uh, <laughs> some guy ask you this? How about that D, baby? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, God. It was all coincidence. That's all. It was It was the funniest thing of a lifetime. It was just uh, so you, all right. So one night no. you slept in your car on the beach. The next night you slept outside the, of your car on the beach in front of yes. a gay hotel with a bunch of dudes around you. With a dudes, dude on dude. I mean, it was. That, oh, you were on top of each other also. No, dude, dude, there was four of us on one blanket. So it still looked weird. Bunch of Orgy. football players, bunch of big dudes on a blanket in front of the poop deck. <laughs> It was uh, great. hilarious. The poop deck. Oh my God. All right. I don't know how we got there, but I'm glad we did. Uh, shout same, out to this, by the way, it's in the same town as our donuts. We're oh. in Florida. So yeah, yeah. That, was, that was topless women or topless dudes at our no, donuts. Our donuts was women. I'm not so sure anymore after hearing that last story. Wow. I actually heard it was bottomless dudes who were at that donut. <laughs> Come on. Man. Oh God. Hey, shout out to double D. I didn't even have to announce this. I should have announced this, and I will be announcing this, and we will be announcing this moving forward. But we now have a membership program. Very if nice. Looking, if you're looking for another way to support Texas Sports Unfiltered and also get a few more perks while being a fan, you can become a member of Texas Sports Unfiltered. We'll call you a TSU. If you're a TSU member, we'll just call you a TSU. For a small monthly fee, you get access to a bunch of cool perks. We'll follow you on social media. You will get access to use emojis. You'll have a cool loyalty badge when you comment. And also, we'll have giveaways. And will we let them out of that membership, unlike Kevin Hart's group? Yes, unlike Fabletics. Sure? Yes, you can you can unsubscribe at any time. But okay. we'll do uh, extra monthly giveaways just for you people as a thank you for your support. So only y'all will okay. have the opportunity to uh, cash in on some of these giveaways that we'll be doing for our TSUs. Yeah, tons of great perks. You also help support us. And uh, yeah, thank you very much, Double D, for being thank our you, very Double first D. YouTube member. Uh, hopefully a bunch of you guys join in on that 
too. Yeah, even if though we have a softy in our group, where there's a softy among us, that would be no. It's not the one in front of the poop deck. You were You're soft. Here. You were soft in front of the poop deck. That's good there's to no know. Softies there, but my partner here is a little soft when it comes to football. He wants an. He wants the easy way out. Dude, give me, give me, give me twelve games against Rice next year, and then we'll wow. play in the. We'll see you in the playoff. Man, the number and one. He'll it, and he'll call it a great schedule and a great season. Oh yeah, absolutely, big wow. time win. Wow, they say it's hard to beat the same team twice in a year. Twelve times. Nobody's ever done that. Let me just tell you that there's no fans in the world that want that game. None. You'll get you'll get zero from Texas people. They'll say there's not a chance in hell they want to play Rice twelve times to get to a national championship. It would be odd. But they'll say no. There's no more softies. You're the only softy left. I want rice. I don't want them 12 times, but I'll take them once. You know, the six is all right, though. I'll take incarnate words six times. I don't oh, care. Give me wow. six wins, dude. Just like that. Okay. Plane video. This is not something that was actually filmed on a plane. And thank God for that. This is a news story that has gone viral over the last couple of days. And Rodney, who, of course, will be on in 20 minutes with Wags for Chaos Theory, texted me this. Last night at about 11 o'clock. And I, I almost threw up when I read the headline. And I Ooh. almost threw up even more when I watched the news clip. So it's about a minute long. Okay. It's a newscaster explaining something that just happened recently on an international flight going from Amsterdam to, I think, Detroit. And you know how I feel about international flights. Get me there. Don't play around. No matter what, I got to get there. Okay, well, we'll see if you still feel that way after watching this. This one hurts me to just read it. We wish we were kidding, but Delta says it had to stop one of its international flights because maggots started falling from the overhead bin onto a passenger. Can you imagine what that felt like? Yikes. It happened on flight 133 from Amsterdam to Detroit, Michigan. Philip Schott says he was sitting across the aisle when this happened. About a dozen of them just falling on a woman's head. He says the source was a dead fish. Another passenger smuggled onto the plane in their bag. She was just trying to kind of fight off these maggots. I don't really know what was going through her mind. I was trying to process it. Disgust uh, is one thing, of course. We had to wait there for help to actually come. But I did see everyone's reaction to the bag being opened, which was just an immediate pinching of the nose. <laughs> How did this bag even get on the plane? The passenger responsible for the maggots was detained and the aircraft was taken out of service for a deep cleaning. Uh they took it out of service? What is wrong with these softies? Let's get to the United States. What do we work? Maggots? Worms? This is not snakes on planes. It's maggots on planes. Dude! Yes! Gross! BK. We're talking about getting home. We're not Fuck talking. Me. It's not even, nobody even sharded on the plane. It's maggots. Squish there was them. a dead fish on there. That smelled yeah, the, like shit. Okay, dump the fish. Put some of your cologne on there. Take the maggots and put it in your salad. Let's roll. We got to get home. Think about what you just said. Okay, yes. First of all, dump the fish. Where are you dumping the fish? Like down the toilet? Yes, out into the air. Over, over Milwaukee or something. Okay, well, that, I, don't, I don't think they were there. Okay. Um, 
because they had just, they made an emergency landing. They were like an hour into the flight, leaving Amsterdam. They turned around, went back to Amsterdam, and then got everyone off the plane. Oh, oh no! And they didn't fly until the next day, or then they missed six other flights. Of course. A and, hours why later. did it have to be? By the way, why did it have to be Delta? Of course, it had to be Delta. I knew you, you know get a kick out of that. That's your that is a bunch of bullshit. Life. Of course, it had to be Delta. It would happen to. And who's Dude. the fool that brought the fish on? How Throw do you that person. how do you get that on there? I was on a carry on back. Like, how does TSA miss that? A dead fish, even if it was a lot. Well, I guess it probably wouldn't be a living fish if it was in someone's suitcase for that long. But a dead fish and maggots that just went right through the scanner and nobody flagged it. Are you kidding me? It's disgusting. All you people, I, I'll tell you what. I'm not soft. I'm old, but I ain't soft. I'm getting home. So you're, I'm not you're, you're like yelling at people like, no, no, turn around. We're going no. oh. on this flight. Y'all are going to have to deal with the smell of dead fish. And lady, sorry these maggots keep falling on your head from the overhead compartment. You're Put them in your salad. Put them in the greens. Put them yeah, in the greens of your yeah, salad. Yeah, yeah, put it in your salad and then eat the maggots because that makes sense. We're going. We're not yeah, No, we're going. We're getting home. I'm, I'm not spending one more day in Zaire or wherever they were parked. I'm going home. I'm getting the Dripping Springs. We're going. I'm going to go in. I'm going to find the first. I'm going to the manservant. As soon as I see the first manservant, I'm like, hey, don't go to your so-called captain and start crying and bitching and moaning about this. Just do me a favor. Give me an ice cold Coke. You know what I'm saying? And let's get it back here, man, servant. And then all your friends that are ladies there that are working on board too. Nobody go to the captain that somebody decided to make him captain. Go to the go to the co-captain or something. Co-captain's not turning around. He just wants some, he, he wants to get some time in the air. Co-captain's not saying let's turn around. We're going to America, coming to America. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that's, that's what we're a doing. Safety hazard. You can't, you can't have safety. maggots. Safety of what? What are they going to do? They're going to take over the plane? Maggots flying around? There's probably a bunch of them. Do you know how big a maggot is? And the fish, the smell of the fish. In the toilet goes the fish like a turd. Still going to smell. A turd smells too, but it goes in the toilet. Why am I turning the plane around? There's no bombs. There's There's no ammunition on there. It's a dead fish and some maggots. I'm not missing another flight for this. You people, we're trying to get home. We're trying to get out of Spain. But no, you people want to turn it around because because somebody bitches to the captain. And the captain goes, oh, 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 our fans of Delta Airlines, let's turn this back around. We'll put this plane out of commission and you won't get home for two days. And I'm trying to come in. I'm trying to get to America. Really? Girl, the woman had maggots falling on her head. Get over yourself, lady. Oh my God, dude! That's I think that's much. That's being you are turning. You are soft today. You really are. Roddy's going to tell you when he comes on. He's on man. that plane. He's on board that plane. He is not turning that thing around. Oh, I mean, is, it's that, just, a, it's is so that a mechanical gross. problem? That's not a mechanical problem. No, I'd that's rather there be no problem. I'd rather there be a bomb on the plane than <laughs> really. Nah, I think so. <laughs> Obviously, I'd rather not detonate, but I'd rather like, oh, there's a bomb, but it's not going to detonate, but there's a bomb on here. I'd rather that than have to deal with dead fish smell and fear of maggots on an international flight, too. There's Dallas to Houston or something, then all right, I'll tough it out. But tell me I got 12 hours of that smell. 
That's the problem. You're not getting there now. Now you're not. Hey, you're going to miss several flights in order to get to your destination. Oh, we no. want to get I, to our I destination. To stay, I have to stay in Amsterdam and I don't have to go back to Detroit. I've, oh, just, no. I've decided now that now since I've been in these, these bullshit flights and staying in airports, I will take somebody's baby without the diaper and let the baby shit on me the entire flight than to miss my flight. Just keep shitting, baby. Keep going. <laughs> I don't care. I don't have, there's no diapers left. That's fine. Just sit in my lap. We're not turning this plane around. We're going. We're getting that baby home to Chicago. That baby's getting home. Hold and on. I'm getting home to Dripping Springs. No more turnaround flights. Hold on. Unless Hold there's on. mechanical problems. What did you just say? You heard me. <laughs> you would let someone's baby shit on you. On my lap. And on I'm not your lap. In a yeah. diaper or no diaper? Well, let's preferably have at least a dirty diaper, yes. So the same yes. diaper the whole time. Load it up. We're making it, kid. Me and you together, kid. And the baby's going to be crying because he's in his dirty diaper. Well, eventually I'm taking the diaper out and put it in the puke bag and taking somebody's shirt and wiping the baby's ass. Yeah, that's happening. <laughs> You're changing the diaper. Yeah, yeah, but we're not turning around so you're, for the you're, smell. Okay. You're just willing, you're willing to take care of someone's like diarrhea infested baby on an international flight for hours yes. to keep the flight going. Don't people want to get home? I mean, what is it about not wanting to go home? I want to go <laughs> home. I want to go home too, but not at that cost. I'll go home later. I'll make it home. No, like, no. If it was the last flight in the world then all right, I'm toughing it out. But you know what? There are thousands of flights every single day. I'll get on the next one, dude. Let me help you. When it comes to Delta Airlines, no. If you miss the original, the next one on board is two days later. It's not happening. That Why, did it, why, why was it Delta again? What is yeah, up with those people? People love Delta, too. People swear by Delta. What is wrong with them? Uh, you had the worst flying experience ever on Delta a couple months ago. Um what is wrong with it? What is wrong with you? You just said you'd have a baby shit on you for 12 hours. Just and so I'm going home. home. And I'm going home to my loved ones. Of course. Go ahead, baby. Shit all you want. But hey, hey, Capitan, we are not turning around. We're not yeah. going back. And we're not putting the airplane out of commission for some maggots and what a kind dead of, fish. I what mean, kind of really? stuff are you sneaking on planes now? Now I have questions about that. I'm just it's just me and some carry-on. That's mm. all. And I and I'll bring the extra shirt. I'll, from now on, I'm bringing extra diapers, shirts, toilet paper, and you know, all we got to do is bring that porta potty down. Hey, bring it down the aisle. Here it comes. The little plastic one. You sit right there. Oh, this is people are so soft. You're soft with the schedule, and now they're soft once again. What? Another airplane softy. What? Okay. What? What? Let me ask you this. Yes. Sidebar here. Snakes on planes, we turn around. Snakes, yes. That, that's where you draw the line. I draw. I, I definitely draw the line. Snakes on the plane, seriously. If a bag opened up and there was three rattlers in it, and then I kept hearing rattles all over. No, Captain, you and the manservant, let's go. Let's get back. Why? Snakes on plane, I'm turning around. Why would someone bring a dead fish on a plane? Why do they need that? Not kefalta fish, no. No, well, they sell that in the states. Like, why would you bring a 
full-sized dead fish on an international flight. Like, what? what is the point of that? Because you are stupid. Like, is it like a rare this, fish that they don't have in the States? Like, I just... Paleo fish. Why would fish. that? Paleo stink. Oh, it is oh, Friday man. today. My first day, my fish sandwich today. Yes, indeed. I got that to look what. forward to. Now you're trying to ruin that for me. It's not going to happen. I'm still having my McDonald's. I wish they served it for breakfast so you could eat one of those on our show, but they don't oh. sell them before we get done at 10. No, got my first coming up today, baby. Can't wait. Well, and this story's not going to stop. Maggots don't stop me. Maggots are just like little little tiny Okay, so if you, see, if you see maggots in your filet of fish sandwich at McDonald's, you're going to keep eating it? No, I'm done. I won't, I won't eat that. But if they came out of the top of a... You know, if a if there was a fish, if some jackass brought a fish there in my plane, smell like fish, oh what a dish, smell like cologne, leave it alone. I mean the uh, whole works. I'm 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 not letting them turn a the plane around for that. That's not enough. Okay, and what now, about this? Because you have me as holding your shitting baby, now we can continue on too. I mean, what else do you want? <laughs> uh all right, you're at McDonald's, you're in the drive thru today. Yes. What if you see maggots like in the background? Like you look through the drive-thru window, you see one of the tables there, and you see and maggots over by, by the ice cream machine, just walking around. You still eating your fillet of fish? Nope, no. Okay, so no. it's just it's just plane travel. Everything's okay on planes, but everywhere else, not okay. Yeah, you had to do something desperate on a plane not to get me to my destination, and and on and on schedule, because I know the next one won't be on. I've been in this. I know the next one's not. Let's get us out of Spain. We're trying to go on vacation here. Oh, this is gross. This is gross. Yeah, is that's enough to stop you. That's enough for you to say, turn it around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One way for that dead fish smell, dude. Yeah, can't do it. We've got people puking and crapping in seats, and that fish is going to do it to you. Just I don't want that. I'm the guy who said, turn the diarrhea plane around. I'm Just not smelling that, that on an international flight. Take that fish by the tail, dump it in the toilet. Hit that flush thing where they soup it up and all that shit goes into the air, you know, over some state. Let's roll. We yeah. can't stop. We can't stop our destination. Too many, too many people getting, you know, too many people getting upset about, oh no, this this woman peed in the aisle. We've got to stop the flight. It's a hazard. A hazard to who? It's pee. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Someone pees themselves. You don't need to turn the plane around for that. Now you're going. There you're going. Yeah, I'll tell you what, airplane travel has not been the same since... But I am telling you right now, that mother that mother back there is not real. Yeah, and I'm not turning the plane around for her. We're whipping her ass right there in the aisle. We're all, she's not going any, she's not getting off the plane. She can stay on the plane, but we're, we're, no. You can't. Don't say. Don't say we. I'm not going to be assaulting a woman with you on this airplane. She acted like that. You wouldn't put some tape or a sock or something in her mouth and say, "Hey, listen, I got to get to Dripping Spring. Hey, I got to get to Oak Hill, lady. You can see things when you're in Oak Hill or when you're at the Austin airport. You can start seeing Kirk Cousins then and talking about that. But we got to go. We're not turning around because you're crazy. Right. I can't turn around that a person's crazy. We can tie them up. I didn't say I wouldn't try to put anything in her mouth, but I don't know if I would go with, uh, you know, tape or a sock. What are the manservants doing on these planes? Why don't they handle these crazy women? They're, they're men, aren't they? What is yeah, up the with man them? servants. Come on. But yeah, you're saying they should beat up these women? Why do I say, why does the word beat up have to come in? 
sedate them, tie them up, <laughs> gag yeah. them, whatever you have to do. Shout out to Michael C. Also becoming a new Thank you, TSU. Michael. Thank you for that, Michael. Really appreciate it. He ain't that. soft. He ain't turning a plane around. We turn planes around too easy for the simplest of things. <laughs> Smells, fish, maggots, people that crap in the, you know what I'm saying? We're not doing enough to protect the people that want to go home. That's who we need to protect, you know? All right. Well, that happens to me on a flight. You know what I'm doing? I'm going to covert. I'm getting a car and I'm driving. <laughs> Hell I'm yeah. I've had a word from our great friends out at Covert BK. Hi, I'm Dan Covert with my wife, Hayden. Welcome to Covert BK. Our newest location in the gorgeous Hill Country includes Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and hundreds of pre-owned and certified vehicles for you to choose from. We have three service departments that are ready to take care of your car, truck, or SUV with 86 service bays to accommodate any repair and get you in and out quickly. Come visit us today to select the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Covert, born and raised in Austin. There you go. Wow. Shout out to the Covert. Shout out to all you know of our what? I'll say this. The, 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 the Texas cheaters, those guys travel a lot. You know, they go to Spain and they go to Italy and stuff. They don't care what happens. They're getting to their destination. And they'll be willing to tie somebody up and put them in a bathroom in the back where they can't move out as long as they get to their destination. They believe that. Yeah, I you believe in destiny. You know what'll happen when they get to their destination if they tie somebody up and leave them in the bathroom? What's that? You're going to jail right when they well, land. I'm, I'm gone. I'm out. I got my carry on. I'm out. Later. Yeah. Oh my God. Ridiculous. Shout out to Jack Allen's kitchen as well. I'll be eating there this weekend, guaranteed. That might be dinner tonight. I'm That's having lunch today. Him. I'm going to meet our buddy Steve Foster over there for a little lunch. There you go. Enjoy that meal. Love that. Shout out to uh, Olipop. Shout out to Big Hat Spirits. Yeah, man. As, as well. My mocktail. That mocktail ready to go. And, of course, Woods Comfort Systems, too. Thanks to uh, all of our phenomenal sponsors here with us on Bucky and BK on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Buck, before we get out of here, we got to talk a little Texas basketball. The Longhorns back in action after a week off. Yeah, they haven't played since last Saturday. They will take the court this Saturday in Houston. Yeah, I'm gonna be a road. good. I'm gonna be a good fan. It ain't gonna happen this Saturday, not What's at their that? gym. That Texas is gonna beat them. Now they got. Remember the moral victory that's now pushed them forward right now. Yep. This one. This one won't be a moral victory. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen at their place. They're not gonna let you get within four like that. That this group's too good at home. They really play close. well at home. You think it's close? No. Mm. I don't. This team yeah, plays yeah. really well, and they're, they're, you've been around that place for the last couple of years. They're incredible at home. It's an awesome venue. Yeah, highly recommend any college basketball fan try to get down to the teat for a game at some point. You know, it's not a huge gym. It's got 6,500, maybe 7,000 seats, but it they is. They pack them in there. Oh, yeah. Sell out crowds every night. It gets loud in there. Kind of a smaller, more compact building, so the noise just stays and, uh, man, they, they got some good fans down there at the University of Houston. So, uh, yeah, it's a tough atmosphere. Houston 17-0 at the teat this year. Uh, I mean, they've only lost three games overall. They're number three in the country. They're one of the best teams in the nation. Houston, according to Ken Palm, is uh, projected to win 72-61 to tomorrow. Yeah, that's, you know that's, like, that's kind of like I'm thinking. I, I, I don't think it's – I mean, I don't, I don't think we're going overtime or we're getting – 
you know, I, I think it's a double digit win somehow. I, I just do for them there. Sure. I just, I just, the way they play. You ready for this buck? Okay. Texas is going to beat Houston tomorrow in their house. Put in the call. That's not a unit play. You wouldn't play units on that. No, I wouldn't play units on it because okay. Texas is going to be like close to a double digit dog. But I think Dylan DeSue goes for 30. Okay. Max Asmus goes for 19 or 20. And I think Texas's defense is good enough to find a road win at Houston and hand the Cougs their first loss at very home. Very nice. Very, very responsible on your part. Tell me how many does Tyrese have? One and a half? If Tyrese has, uh, if he has one and a half points, actually, that'd be the most impressive thing ever. <laughs> I don't know if he's ever had a half point before in a basketball yeah, game. Yeah, well, he's the guy who can get one and a half. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, Tyrese, like, if, if this happens, it's going to have to be more than DeSue and Aismith who show up. Like, Mitchell's going to have to have a good game. Weaver's going to have to do what he's been doing. Tyrese Hunter hopefully can build off that West Virginia game. Um, but, yeah, I like I, I, Dylan DeSue, I think, is going to carry Texas to, like, one of the most impressive wins in college basketball this year. That would be awesome. That I, I, I woke up this morning just feeling it. I don't know what it is. I'm feeling it. It's going to happen. Just get ready for it. Thank me I've later. Been, I've been feeling it the other way ever since the overtime, you know, ever since the overtime moral victory that this was going to be, it wasn't going to happen at their place. That's a smart, rational thought by you. And I think most yeah, people agree with you, but I don't know what it is. I just, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. CB's a member. Way to go, CB. Thank you very much, CB. You got three TSUs. We just announced the TSU membership program. If you want to be a part of that, there's actually a link in the YouTube description below. Makes it super easy to uh, sign up there. What is this? To support us. Uh, Wags, we're running a business here. We're trying to make money. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this is. And we're also trying to give back. Trying to give back to the people. People who sign up to be a TSU get access to giveaways. They also get loyalty perks. They get us to follow them on the TSU social media accounts. You know, all sorts of cool stuff. They get they get access to they, they get access to Adam Wagner's OnlyFans page. I mean, that's my that's feet. Cool stuff. That's my feet. Roddy, guess what? They're turning planes around again for stuff like dead fish and maggots. Seriously, here's, here's let's my get question. home. Here's, Here's why I sent that shit to BK last night. So the last time that I was traveling, I, I think I was in Pensacola. I went to the General Dollar and I bought a, a regulation thing of, of um, um, contact solution. I'm going through to, uh, TSU or TSU, TSA, uh, uh -huh. trying to get out of there. They stopped me. They hold me for an hour and a half. I mean, it, it's the right size, but there was something in there that triggered some sort of violation. How the fuck do you get a dead fish through TSA? That's what BK I mean, can't that, understand. That's, that's that's my question. I mean, and and you know, I I've worked in offices before, and when when people come in and and they go to the microwave in the kitchen and they and they start reheating fish. Fish. <laughs> God. <laughs> this wasn't a goldfish, or this wasn't Timmy the goldfish. This was a dead fish, like oh, a this legit was probably dead some fish. kind of snapper, <laughs> big ass snapper. Red snapper, probably. That's your McDonald's fish right there, dude. Who, who, who brings a, a fish? Who turns around an airplane for that? No, I'm who, with you there. I'm with you there. But but let's get to the first question. Before you can get to that question, who brings a fish onto a plane? Somebody stupid. 
Bro. international flight from Amsterdam to Detroit. A dead. What they think the fish was going to survive the whole flight? Somebody that's been hitting the bong for the last four days. We will preserve this fish. It will be and when the maggots fresh. start falling out of the overhead thing. I mean that that that's kind of the worst part right there. And, and I got to tell you, if I'm sitting in, if I'm sitting in the plane and I start smelling the the dead fish, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> who is this oh man who forgot Rags, to take you know, the but we don't stop flights for that stuff we need to get home right no that's right man hey smells like a fish tasty dish smells like cologne leave it alone baby you know what i'm saying we gotta you know go out man. I, hey, only I can't say this too loud my wife's working from home today but i, I was at, i had a light nice little adventure one time around frostburg college you know where the frostburg's at up around maryland bucky oh yeah I was just visiting, right? But uh, look, man, I I'm button I'm button the pants, and that was an, I smelled I I, sm I had the smell as soon as I was unbuttoning the pants. Jeez, I had to turn around. Boy, we that's what I'm talking about. I that's had what I'm talking about. That, that's I had the first this one, and I stopped. But yeah, when you have there's when no. you have maggots falling out of the overhead thing, <laughs> I mean that, that that was the first thing that I was going back to to where it's like, geez, Louise, you're sitting there on the plane, you're you're trying to get ready for the flight. And and you know you're you're trying to figure out do I want to watch a movie am I going to listen to a podcast what am I going to do here comes all this shit coming out of the thing up there Dude, it's put like, it in the salad oh I didn't know salad. about the maggots man you you didn't have to go about you didn't, you didn't have to do the maggots <laughs> how saturated did that fish package have to be oh, that I it know. broke through that thing I mean that's heavy duty plastic still I mean, not I've, enough to turn around a flight Rodney. Still, we can't turn the flight around and go back. Buck, I've hit my head on that thing a lot of times after a few whiskeys and some beer. And, and the fact that that thing came down, it, um, and, and you know, I, I, man, I don't know. that That's yeah. a close race. Between is, that a, the, is that a closer to turning it around? They put that plane out of commission. I'm like, get one of those manservants to get this stuff out of the way. We need to get to Austin. We can't be... I can't go back because it's Delta for one thing, and you know the next flight is not going to be on time. You know something else is going to happen because it's Delta. So let's just keep on going. There's nothing mechanical wrong with the flight, okay? If if there if somebody had a if somebody had to have a let a big turd in the bathroom that smelled, Ugh. you're going to do that. Take the fish and put it in the bathroom and let's roll. And the maggots wow. too. Put the maggots in the salad. Oh. But let's go. We can't it's turn this plane around. We can we well, turn planes around. Why are we turning planes around? If, if I'm going from Austin to Baton Rouge, there were Rouge, fucking maggots on the on the fish. Yes, they fell out of the oh. roof. They fell out of the container. <laughs> come on, Arthur, come on, on big marine man. Suitcase. Let's go. It fell out of there. They had to throw up them. over here, dude. I thought serving I hated drinks. this story. Got to be serving drinks on the flight if that's your problem. Oh, if you got to turn man, the flight around. Yeah, Rodney, you hear what I said I would do? I would hold somebody's shitty baby in my lap. Absolutely. That, that is absolutely can, disgusting. That baby well, can shit in my lap if we're going all the way home. Well, and it's one thing, you know, if the bathroom stops up, if somebody goes in there and drops a mohon over there in the thing and it clogs up the thing and you nah, can't I'm cool flush with that. it. Shit, 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 piss, I'm cool. I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, that's whatever. All, that's all right. But yeah. we're talking like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. By the way, Mohon means a big turd. But yes. uh, sorry that I'm dropping that kind of stuff. Oh, right thank there. you. But maggots. Uh, Bucky, thank you for sharing that story about the poop deck. I remember you told that story when I came oh. on. Uh, we were talking about the Daytona oh. 500 at the other right. place, and you told that poop deck story. That's uh, 
Wow. That, gets that was just a coincidence. What a terrible coincidence that was. But Paul and Rodney, sleeping, at, sleeping on the beach at Daytona or sleeping in the car at Daytona is awesome. Talking about a party. Wow. Yeah. I never I told you all the story about um, after Fallujah, right? So we had the Battle of Fallujah was like a 12-hour a, a firefight. And after after the battle, like we must, I felt like we slept for days. Like a helicopter landed right in the middle of our position and I didn't wake up. Well, they have video of me just snoring, right? And as I'm snoring, my as my mouth is opening, flies are coming in and out of my mouth. And all these flies were laying on dead body. I got dysentery. It was all it was awful. It was oh. disgusting. Oh. Yeah. So when people say maggots and fly, like that shit really ugh. <laughs> got one word for you. Breast. You yeah. need to brush your teeth before you like, go. I still right. see I still see the I still see it's like a fucking horror movie. Like yeah. you know, like uh like the not the shining or something like that, but somebody opens their mouth and like <laughs> that's oh, just Jesus. all right. Hey, enjoy your enjoy the weekend, guys. I'm going for some filet of fish now after uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh thank you guys for that. Appreciate it.